Top the iHeartMedia Complex on WTKS-FM HD1. Coco Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, The Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. Yeah, it is. Hello there. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. It's the start of the Phillips File. This one for Wednesday. That's Wednesday, June 13th in the year. Tw- when is uh, when is uh, Juneteenth? The 19th. 19th? Yes, sir. And uh, Juneteenth is, is what? Remind me. I was talking about this with uh, Catherine earlier today. It's the, last, it's the day that the last person found out that... Slaves were freed, isn't that right? Emancipation. Uh, that's why I'm asking. Emancipation. I'm pretty sure that's what. It is. Right, is uh, supposed uh, something special? Have uh, black yeah. Americans do anything special on Juneteenth? In a lot of cities, that is correct. In Washington and Atlanta, there are lots of celebrations, and you know right. that, that have Just a big asking. black majority or black uh, minority of, of people or whatever in their city. Do they do something as far as, is it purchasing? For, it doesn't matter. Hello there. It is the Phillips <laughs> File for this Wednesday. Good afternoon. My name is Jim Phillips. Here once again to uh, take your phone calls, listen to your stuff, whatever your stuff might happen to be. News, current events, of course, we'll do that. We'll talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine. And we'll find plenty of other things to discuss this afternoon. We always do. We just chit-chat about this and that and whatever, news, current events, whatever you want to do. Talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine. And as I said, we'll find many other things to discuss. We always do. So take part in the most listened to, most popular, most widely heard, the highest rated radio program of its kind in the entire state of Florida. Pick us up on iHeartRadio. Go to realradio.fm. That's our website. Check that out. You can follow me on Twitter, at Real Jim. Then send us a text on anything at any time. We will read it. We'll look at it. We might use it on the air. Nothing ventured, nothing gained. That's Real Mobile, 77031. But on the phones, long distance, toll free, one 978 For those of you in the metro, 407 Nine one six one zero four one. Mo's here. She has news in a few yes, minutes. Yes, sir. Uh, Jack is with us. Pinkman is here as well. Wednesdays, so we start to move into high gear. Mm-hmm. Right after the news with Mo, a bonus round of closest to the pin. Your opportunity to win a U Matter business card. <laughs> what does that mean? You say good fortune for the rest of your life. However, beware if you play and lose to Pinkman. Bad luck for twenty four hours. <laughs> Kind of like Auburn playing against Florida, you know, leading up to see who goes to the College World Series in baseball. Uh-oh. Followed by Jack's audio file. We've got the regular round of closest to the pin today. We'll talk with Scott Maxwell. He writes the Taking Names column for the Orlando Sentinel. Talk to him later. Shot Doctor comes in for casting call. we got the five-minute professor today. Oof. And if we have time, some drive-home music and then PPT to wrap things up. Person, place, or thing to wrap things up at the end of the program. Mo will have more information about this, but the Orlando police officer who was, I mean, this is just the, there's not, there's nothing good out of this story in Orlando over the past couple of days, this hostage situation that started 
with the uh, shooting of an Orlando police officer and then the standoff that went on for hours after hours after hours and these four children who were murdered by the suspect who then claimed took his own life. I mean, it's just it's a terrible story. But there are some GoFundMe accounts that have been set up. One to help out with the funeral expenses for these children. And I believe another GoFundMe account has been set up to help with the family of this police officer, Kevin Valencia, with the Orlando Police Department, who is, uh, he's got a fight on his hands, according to the latest uh, news accounts. Mm-hmm. He was um, severely head. wounded by when he was shot in the head. This is what led to that 21-hour standoff with the gunman who uh, held those four children hostage and then uh, shot them to death before killing himself. But anyway, if you have a couple of bucks to spare, even if you don't have a couple of bucks to spare, uh, you might consider going to those GoFundMe accounts and uh, tossing in a a few bucks here and there to help help these individuals out. It's just a sad, sad story, especially, as we've mentioned, in light of, you know, two years ago, the uh, Pulse tragedy. Right. And, uh, I mean, it's just like, geez, man, alive. <clears throat> we don't have a gun problem here. No problem. Well, we've got problems. We've got mental health problems, and we just have problems like uh, any other municipality does or any other area does. So, anyway, there you go. Uh, let's see what happens. There was no way to keep the guns away from him. They were handed down by his father oh, when he true. passed away. So, what are you going to do about that? I would venture to say probably nothing. Um, It's just a crazed individual, a felon, who uh, got a hold of some firearms, and for whatever reason, uh, his anger uh, took hold, and this is what we we ended up with. World Cup is coming to North America for 2026. This is big, big news. I think the city of Orlando, excuse me, has already made an application to be a venue. Mm Mm-hmm. For uh, for these games, it wouldn't be. I don't. I don't believe it would be in the Orlando uh, City Stadium. No. It would be in the Camping know, World Stadium. Camping World yes. Stadium. Yes. Because we're talking about. I mean, the last time a World Cup qualifying match was here, and I don't know how many we had. Two, three, four. I can't remember. Ireland, Mexico, the Netherlands were here. Yeah. I can't remember whom else. I mean, that place was packed. Yeah. I mean, it was absolutely packed, That's- and it'll be packed again if we. Become a venue. What's the capacity a, over there? 50, 60, something? 62. Is it 62,000? Mm-hmm. Yeah, every single seat for every single match mm-hmm. will be filled. That's just the way that it is yeah. with the most uh, most watched team sport on the face of the planet. United States, Canada, Mexico won the right to host the 2026 World Cup. It's kind of weird that it's a North America thing versus one country getting it. Normally, one country puts in a bid. So we're North America. We put in a bid together. Yeah, that's fine. Canada, the U.S., and Mexico. Enough games. Spread it around a little bit. There's enough people. You got Mexico City, you know, probably uh, New York, I would imagine. Maybe Atlanta. Hopefully, Orlando. Vancouver could be Sure, Montreal. Of course. Spread it around. Nothing wrong with that. More than 200 national football federations uh, voted for this. So there we go. Do we have to pay anybody off for those days uh, long gone? <laughs> FIFA, I mean, it's... I uh, don't know. Ooh. Do you think we'll still be talking to Canada and Mexico by then? Well, I don't know. Okay. Let's see, what else do we have going on? Just oh, ask something, something else. I forget now. Yeah, yeah we could be on our second or third administration between... That's true. ...by then. 
Yeah. Hopefully, I four will be done. As in uh, North Korea, I think North Korea um, um, said they would uh, broker a peace deal between the United States and Canada. That was very nice of him to offer. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh, the Republicans are freaking out, though. Oh, they, I think, yeah, That's I saw on CNN, I went out to get my uh, M&Ms, as I uh, usually do, a little bit earlier than uh, mm-hmm. normal. But, uh, so I went to, and the TV's on, and I think CNN is reporting the GOP senators met today at a luncheon. They all started yelling and screaming and pointing fingers Oof. at one another. It may have uh, been one of those where they have to hold people back. <laughs> Fisticuffs. Because this Republican really? Party, it's not even yeah. a Republican Party, it's the Trumpster Party now. Yeah, well. With a few holdouts, uh, yeah. Don't even call it the Republican Party. It, it, you know, doesn't. There's nothing Republican Party about what's going on with that conservative side. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I guess they were. I don't know whether they were getting ready to beat up on one another, like the their fists up. You know, mm. jets and the sharks. And <laughs> when you're a jet, you're yeah, a jet. Yeah, calling Russ Tamlin to settle oh, everything no, down. Really? There is somebody, Tamblin. by the way. There is some, Russ Tamlin, one of the great, one of the great Russ Tamlin, one of the great. Broadway dancers of all time was also in the movie West Side Story. And who can forget High School Confidential? I'm sorry. What and is Russ, that? Oh, come on. Come on, seriously. Uh, Russ Tandler also, by the way, nominated for an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor in the movie Peyton Place. So let's not just, uh, let's not, uh, you know, the uh, poo-poo Russ Tamblin. Stamblin is, is still alive and still uh, contributing to, uh, to to Hollywood. But there's somebody out there that's trying. I think they may know Russ Tamblin. And your they're pardon? trying to see if Russ Tamblin would be interested in an interview. He's got to be Ooh. 85, maybe. What do you think? 85? I don't care. It's Russ Tamblin. All right, well. Yeah, you're close. What is he? 84. He's 84? Mm-hmm. So, like, the Prune Association is going after him. I bet you Russ Tamblin could probably still jump over that axe handle. Oof, just like he did in a, Seven yeah. Brides for, for Seven, seven brothers. brothers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Easily. Oh, boy. He's a spry, gifted man. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, I don't have much more than that. It's oh. just one of those uh, one of those days. Yeah, if you have an opportunity, go to those. Uh, when you go to a GoFundMe account, how do you how do you how would you track down um, uh, either? Would you type in a name like Valencia, or what would you do? To... You could do that. I put them up on our website, okay. Radio.fm. Good so job. Nice and easy yeah. to catch. Kick in a couple of bucks uh, for these uh, for these causes. I mean, this OPD officer is going to have a long, long yeah. uh, road recovery, to right? recovery, mm-hmm. and uh, certainly. We would like to help out the families when it comes to these funerals of these four lost poor souls who the kids were the yeah. victims of yeah. uh, of this uh, individual. Heartbreaking. Nothing about it. There's not one aspect of this story. No, I don't think so. Not that I can think good. of. You're absolutely correct. Yeah, but, yeah. Real quick, Jim. If you go to realradio.fm, click on the Phillips file, and then there's a, a link right there. Perfect. All right, let's take a little break. We'll come back. Mo's got the news. Certainly, uh, we'll feed off that a little bit. We got that bonus round of closest to the pin. A busy, busy day. We have to remain on schedule on Real Radio 104.1. He's got the news that ain't gonna There's more There's more There's more From around the globe to around the block, there's something special for you. Here's Moira, here's Moira, here's Moira. I know. She's got the news.
Time for the news. Here's Mo. Jim, we turn to Moscow for some good news today. And that is that the United States, Mexico, and Canada will host the 2026 World Cup. FIFA's having a meeting prior to this year's World Cup, right? Because it's in Moscow. It's in Russia. So they voted today. The FIFA Congress voted today and chose North America, U.S., Mexico, Canada, over a rival bid from Morocco. We get the World Cup soccer in 2026. Time to get Joni Sherm. All right, Joni, let's uh, get going again. Joni Sherm. Uh, all by herself, led the charge way back when. Mm-hmm. Was that 02 or 90 I can't remember. I can't remember the years. But mm-hmm. uh, it was Joni Sherm yeah. who uh, led the charge when nobody was paying. Nobody, not a lot of people were paying attention to Joni Sherm. She said, we can do this. We can do this, Orlando. And uh, she well, the pretty, two- much on, pretty much on her own. Let me tell you that right now. Even though jo- it's all of North America, there are actually two Florida venues that may be chosen one is in Miami uh, at the Hard Rock Stadium, and one is here at Camping World Stadium. You want it because we have uh, we have a history. Mm-hmm. We packed that stadium the last time the quali- some of the qualifying matches were not qualifying matches. I mean, they were World Cup matches mm-hmm. to see who would be eliminated and finally go to the uh, final match. And it was it was Joni Sherm who led that charge. Good for her. Hopefully she'll be involved again somehow. FIFA has the option to trim the list of cities that were part of the final bid proposal. Miami. North America offers a choice of 23 places, three in Canada and three in Mexico. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, they are slated to host 10 games. It's got to be here. U.S. would stage 60 games. It's got to be here. Oh. No, well, it has to be here. I mean, it's the tourist capital of, uh, of the United States. But Miami's more of an international city than we are. But anyway, it doesn't no, matter. People want to come here. They want to come here. They want to stay here. They want to go to all the attractions and all that stuff. And then that's yeah. good news. It's very good news. I'll bet you a dollar. Oh boy, go on. That Orlando is chosen as a site for one of these uh, matches. I don't know how soon that will be. I don't disagree with that. Okay, never well, boom. Uh, the wife of Orlando police officer Kevin Valencia went before the microphones today, alternately sobbing uncontrollably, but finally said her husband, the one who was shot at the very beginning of that standoff where those four children were hostages and barricaded in that apartment in West Orlando or Orange County. Uh, she describes him as a great father, a husband, most of all a fighter. Uh, and of course, we're all hoping that he continues to fight his way through. Go this to realradio.fm. What's the keyword to connect to the GoFundMe account? If Just you... click on shows and then you hit Phillips file. You select Phillips file. It's the link okay. that right there. It says the donate. Okay, he had good. been an Thank officer you. with OPD for two years, shot in the head when he responded to what he thought was a domestic disturbance. Yeah. And then that started almost a 24 hour, 21 hour standoff. The four children ultimately were killed as well. Uh, and the officer Ugh. has two little kids, so uh, let's, you know, dig deep for that. The mayor of Orange County says Orlando was transformed by the Pulse nightclub tragedy. Teresa Jacobs was among those speaking at the remembrance uh, and said it underscored to her and to probably a lot of us how we are all members of one family. Um, and last night, a thousand people turned out for the ceremony held out at the site, held at the nightclub site down at Pulse. Mm-hmm. Which is now the temporary memorial. I think they're right. What? It changed us, I think. It did. 
I don't know if it changed us. I think it just proved that we're like other communities. Other communities go through tragedies, and you know, you'll see human beings pulling together. We're social animals, and uh, and and we help one another. And this was the occasion to show us that we are like everybody else. It's true. So between the shooting of the kids and the officer and the Pulse uh, anniversary, I hate to call it that, the remembrance, the memorial yesterday. That's an anniversary. It's uh, okay. Yeah. Following this other second mass shooting this week, uh, U.S. Senator Bill Nelson is calling on his colleagues to stand up to the NRA, damn it. Uh, he took to the Senate floor yesterday. Uh, and, you know, talked about the four kids, talked about Pulse, all this kind of thing, and said the NRA does not represent hunters or target shooters like they used to, but rather represents these man- gun manufacturers who want to sell more guns. McClatchy News Media is reporting that uh, the NRA met with uh, Russians, and there is a very good uh, chance that individuals connected to Russian intelligence uh, donated money to the NRA. The real question is whether any of that money went into the uh, into the Trump campaign. Mm-hmm. If it did, that's a violation of the law. Uh oh. Who's looking into that? Well, McClatchy did, and now it's up to the Justice Department oh, to follow yeah. up on that. Uh, there will be. A, speaking of guns, though, there will be a new addition to elementary schools over in uh, Volusia County when it starts up in August. Uh, the school board yesterday in Volusia voted to approve and approved hiring 44 armed guards to be in place in elementary schools in August. The guards will not have the power to arrest, but they will be armed. The sheriff's office is responsible for training them, and sheriff over there, Mike Chitwood, hopes to hire people with some kind of background in law enforcement or maybe mm-hmm. the military, mm-hmm. saying the sheriff's office will be responsible for giving applicants a psychiatric evaluation. They're starting their application process today, so if that is, is there something, an age limit on that? Uh, I don't know. It doesn't say. There must be, but I don't know. I hope so. Well, you don't want an 85-year-old grandpa, no, I, the, right? You're absolutely I mean, correct. Seriously. I don't want an 85-year-old grandpa. Right. <laughs> I mean, when grandpa was 30 years old, so that was fine. When grandpa was you know, serving in mm-hmm. Vietnam or the, okay. the Korean, fine, I get it, right. but not now. We have a very contentious governor's race going on. We will elect a new governor in Florida in November, there's, of course, primaries coming up in August. But most Floridians, it's way too early. They have not decided who they want to be the next governor of the Sunshine State. The latest poll indicates yeah. that 44% of Republicans are undecided and 47% of Democrats are undecided. Two of the Democrats have called for the legalization of marijuana. <laughs> Hello. Uh, um, yeah. Why not? Of those Seriously. who have made up their mind, Adam Putnam seems to be at the top of the heap on the Republican side. Oh, he's but, a putz. But... Adam Putznam, yes, he's he's on top of the heap in Republican. Real... Yeah, okay. Well, on top of the Democratic heap at this moment. Now, again, no, not many, not many of them have decided anything, but most go- voters have not decided. But at top of the Democratic heap, it's it's almost a dead heat w- between former Congresswoman Gwen Graham and yeah. former Miami Beach Mayor Philip Levine. I like Levine. I like Graham too. I'm sure that they like you as well. Now it's well, not I'm not so, so sure about well, that. All right, listen. I'm not so sure anybody likes me except my wife, Catherine. Aww. I think you're okay. We How like sure you. are you on that? We, sh- we like you here. Oh, you're just saying that. Well, some days we do. Well, she is. But how about your wife? Like, yeah, like is I she mean, tolerating she really, you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. you? You bet everything on the fact that she likes you. Well, I like to believe that she likes me. Yeah, of course she does. But is there a party that said, yeah. Yeah. She don't like me. Maybe. No, I've never had that. No, no, that's ridiculous. <laughs>
Uh, a new poll. I've had though. that feeling on the part of other women I've been with. Oh, cheapers. <laughs> I know. You don't like me very much. Well, guess what? I don't like you either. Yeah, get out. And as a matter of fact, I dislike you more than you dislike me. Oh, nanny, so get nanny, out of here. Listen. I think this means you found the right woman. Okay. <laughs> certainly did. There's the, the final political poll I will tell you about, not for Florida governor, but for the new senator. Bill Nelson ha- is up for re-election. Uh, and he's running against Governor uh, Scott. Uh, a new poll. I don't think I've ever called him Governor Scott. I've always called him Governor Baldwin. Good God, woman. What's wrong I know, with you? I'm sorry. Are Listen, you sick? I'm sorry. <laughs> a new poll does give Governor Baldy a little bit of a lead over Bill Nelson. Yeah. When they did this latest so early. Yeah, it is. People aren't really thinking about it. It's too hot. What I'm thinking about right now is uh, a bonus round of closest to the pin at four. Oh, yeah. Take a little break. Mo's going to have some more news. Along with the birthdays and the food, it's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Of a bonus round of closest to the pin at the top of the hour, but right now we have more news, we have food, we have birthdays. Here's Mo. Oh, a healthy option for today. Yeah. What June 13, 2018. Today is National Cucumber Day. One okay. Of, well, uh, awesome, right? Whether I don't you know put how it, healthy it is for you. Oh, it's super healthy. Cucumber? Yeah, well, super. It's like, it's like a water vegetable. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, well, like it's... almost zero calories. All right, well, nutrients. Yeah. Nutrient-wise, mm, what do you get? Vitamin celery C. And, oh, yeah. what vitamins you get? I vitamin C, bro. Yeah. Oh, C, bro. Uh, okay. <laughs> for the cucumber, fine. Yeah. And that's always a good time. Have a glass of orange juice. It's good juice. for a dip. Yeah. I don't like that. It's good in water. You don't like orange juice? Mm-hmm. They put sugar and orange juice. A lot. Yeah, hell yeah, they do. Oh my! Oh, do they? Re- I never, yeah. I never, <laughs> I never figured out. I thought, geez, man, that takes a lot of oranges to make a. Nope. I think there might be more sugar than orange in. No there. kidding. Mm-hmm. They always say it's better to have the orange than the juice. I never uh, thought about it until yeah. lately. I like cucumber. My doctor wants me to lose. Uh oh. Come on. Oh, no, what does that guy that. know? <laughs> Yeah, I thought you already threw in the towel. I said, uh-uh, this is it. You just going to be 71 years old for crying out loud. You want me to lose 20 pounds? I'm not losing 20 pounds. Did you tell him that, or you I, said, oh, yeah. I'll try? Yeah, I did. I said, I'm going to be 71 years old, and I'm not losing. Lo- come on, really? And Seriously? Then you tell him at your age, you're just supposed to maintain. This is your storage now. This, this is Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly sick. what yeah. it is. When you get old and sick, you need to have some fat on there. You got that right. I got to feed off myself. Yeah, you're yeah, not yeah. going to Hedo trying to impress. Yeah, I'm not going to be in a triathlon. Uh-uh. Those days have come and gone. I know, huh? no. I know what the exam says, but I'm not. I said I'm not and, doing that. All right. Well, take your chances then. Well, I'll take my chances. Okay, take mm. your chances. Yeah, take my chances to get out there and exercise. You get on the bike, you get hit you by somebody, yeah, or sure. drop dead. Uh huh. Does he know you're? I mean, just a couple of days away from getting a lark. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A little just bit on the expensives. Here's what I'll tell you. <laughs> you I think check, you can rent you them. Priced them huh? You got to lease them. Huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Forecasters I are tell keep- my wife I want a tartan shawl. Oh, yeah, that's nice. The plaid one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The be- red plaid. Usually red or blue. Or- I know. Over your legs when you're sitting around. Yeah. That's nice. Look like Mr. Burns on The Simpsons. <laughs> forecasters are continuing. Smithers. Jim, forecasters are continuing to watch a tropical wave as it heads toward the United States. It now appears this thing is moving northwest toward the Gulf of Mexico and has a mm, decent chance of, mm. of developing into a stronger storm. Yeah. It's expected to bring a large amount of rain to any communities in its path. How much rain it'll bring to Florida is not yet clear. There was some synthetic marijuana. I'm not feeling ha- good about this hurricane season. Uh oh, it's already too hot. They say, they, they're saying, "Don't worry about it. It's not going to be a, 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 a brutal one." Uh uh-uh. uh I got a different opinion on this. Oh, oh boy. Oh geez. What are this? I got enough sand in my shoes. I can feel these things. Mm-hmm. Like Jimmy Buffett. 
<laughs> oh, he killed the keys. What does he know? I'm sure he still feels it up in New York doing his Broadway show. Yeah. Or in Palm Beach. Palm Beach. Oh, yeah. fancy. Forget Duval Street. He's in Palm Beach now. He's a busy beach bum. Yeah. There was some <laughs> synthetic marijuana known as K2 uh, going around a county jail in North Florida. It has sickened six inmates. It likely was laced with bug spray. Yeah. That word from the Franklin County Sheriff up there who says they began suffering from convulsions after smoking the drug known as K2. Come on, people. It was smuggled into his jail by a woman who'd been arrested for trying to smuggle contraband into the state prison. This was at the at the county lockup. The sheriff says K2 was concealed inside her body and was not detected by Ew. a strip search. Oh, God. That sounds nasty. Ew. Red, Ew. Speaking Ew. of ooh, Red, Red Ew. Tide is back in Sarasota on the West Coast. National Weather Service issued a beach hazards statement for high respiratory irritation because of this Red Tide. So, what? Red tide. Can you not go in the water? Can't. I wouldn't, but... Not with Red Tide, no. No. Do not. Uh, you could suffer coughing, sneezing, watery eyes. If you have asthma, emphysema, other pulmonary stuff, don't go. No, 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 they no. Say it's super bad. Ew. Not good. Super no, super bad. Red tide. Uh, yeah, super bad. Oh, no, brother. <laughs> well, if you get that stuff, it's different. This is synthetic marijuana. This is not like real weed. This is... Oh, they know. call it K2. Does it have anything to do with the second tallest mountain in I the world? I doubt it. No, uh-uh. Get no, that high? Just that you feel like you're falling off it. <laughs> ah, gotcha. President Trump's longtime fixer is separating from his defense lawyers. ABC News is reporting that Michael Whoa. Cohen is expected to lose his current legal defense team tweet, and will tweet, likely tweet, start tweet, cooperating tweet, 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 tweet. with federal prosecutors. Singing like a bird. Oh, geez. Cohen is under investigation for various business dealings as well as that $130,000 payment to porn star Stormy Daniels. Think he's looking over his shoulder? You think you get a little paranoid yeah. after talking about the most powerful man on the planet? Mm-hmm. Which is scary enough. <laughs> you know, you got all these operatives. Enough. You got strange things happening, you know, in the world. And, you know, Russians who uh, piss off Putin and they wind up dead. And... Think he has a bodyguard? I haven't seen yes. him with no. one, but I see him with an entourage. Maybe he's but... a good bodyguard. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Uh, Surreptitious. Uh huh. Some might say. Yeah, they're on the down low. Or sneaky. All right, that too. Uh, Scott, Scott Pruitt, the in EPA chief, what a bum. he has like dozens of he's problems. A, he's a bum. <laughs> and a I don't bit. know who's worse, Scott Pruitt or Nunez. Oh, he's Nunez. also a slime Pruitt. bag. Yeah. <laughs> Pruitt's worse. Well, I don't know. Now he's the latest thing with him is that he's asked some really rich Republican donors to give his wife a job. <laughs> uh, she ended up getting a position through a guy who gave a million dollars to Trump. This guy's a real isn't he? Uh-huh. That's a good word for him, yeah. What a mooch. He's done so much to enrich himself. He wanted a Chick-fil-A thing. He wanted a cheap place to stay in D.C. What about draining the swamp, Mm-mm. you nah. Trump-type people? He's what? filling it. Oh, boy. Well, what's the deal? You know, once they use mattress from the Trump Hotel? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go pick yeah. it up. Nope. PP mattress. He had his um his staff go look for some nice lotion from Ritz-Carlton. Yeah, what's that all about? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. He likes the way he makes his skin feel. Mm. He looks like he has pretty nice skin. Yeah, he, like maybe he has some ashy elbows, so he's like, oh, let me get that good lotion for my elbows. Mm. It's was, he a, was he a CEO somewhere before this? No, he's he always been. No, he was, he was just in Oklahoma, a, wasn't a he? state legislator, and then he became the attorney general, and he's, you know, and he was up to his, uh, he's up to his he's elbows in, in stuff like this in Oklahoma. Yeah. As a matter of fact, they Monta looked Tampa. in Oklahoma. 
he, he, um, uh, they, his house in Oklahoma and Tulsa or wherever he's from, uh, his mortgage payment is over five or six thousand dollars a month. Lord. And then it, he has to now pay for his own housing in D.C. And he doesn't. His wife doesn't have a job, so he's trying to get her a job to help the cash flow and all of this. But you can't use your position to get money from people. It's just not allowed. You can't use your position. You can't use people who work for you. That's right. To, to do, do things like this, no. that's against the law. I don't understand why this guy's been led away in handcuffs. In other administrations, and I mean, that's another question for the Trump people. If this had happened this under the Obama administration, you'd be yelling and screaming screaming for these people murder. to be arrested. You can't deny that. Mm-hmm. In California, when they go to the polls in November, they have a measure on the ballot that will break California into three pieces. Yeah, okay, good luck with that. They want to make it in three separate states. Um, if It's called Cal 3. Uh, the Golden State could be broken apart into regular California, which would be sort of L.A.-ish. And then it would be Northern California and Southern, San Diego to Fresno and inland a bit. Uh, they say, uh, you know, they, they give the breakdown. I saw the map. It would need to be approved by Congress if voters yeah, approve it. Happening. Uh, it doesn't sound like that's going anywhere. The fifth largest economy in the world. But they say that Californians are in trouble. You know, they, they're they not getting the, you know, infrastructure things they need. Their roads are crappy. Their education is Faulty. Yeah, they're, they're all cool. these things, and their tax rate oh, is yeah, wow, bro. sky high. Oh, I mean, uh, real estate is just. Oh, you can't buy a house there. Uh, I mean, forget you about can it. if you're rich. If you got in early, maybe. But, yeah, yeah, and then it gets burned up in one of those damn brush fires. Ah, no, hit by a mudslide. Must hmm. live there. Ugh, Earthquakes. Sounds, sounds horrible. It's a nice state, though. I'd want to live but there. But they're very state. different. Northern California, very different from L.A. L.A., very different from, you know, inland, you know, or San Diego even. I mean, it's very, there are three very well, different like constituencies. I mean, the Panhandle's oh, a lot true. different than South Florida. Oh, my God. So, so, so. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. There's goobers up there. What do you say? The panhandle? Oh, come on, please. Should have just given that part to Alabama. Am I oh, right? L.A. Right? What is it called? Lower oh, Alabama. Oh, Lower Alabama. Yeah, that's different. Uh, the U.S. is going to push North Korea to disarm in the next two and a half years, <laughs> yeah, okay. according to Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, who is in Seoul, South Korea, for briefings with some of our allies, South Korea and Japan, for example. You see that damn video that the White House put oh, together? God. Yes, I Have did. Have you seen that video that, they, that they presented to Kim? I no. thought it was propaganda. Oh, my from- God, Jack, you have to watch it. About, <laughs> it's about four minutes long. When you first see it, you will say, okay, this is something that North Korea put together. It looks like propaganda video from a communist country. Look how good we are. You've got committees that put on proms at high schools that do a better job putting together a video than this one by the White House. You will, you will, your mouth will, you'll be Mm slack-jawed when you watch this. This is something that they presented to, to, uh, to the, to Kim, Kim, the dictator of North, North Korea, essentially, hey, look at this, and uh, once you look at this, you're really going going to want to disarm. Uh-huh. It is the most amateurish piece of crap. I mean, it comes out of the White House. Uh, right. It's, it, it, it looks like a movie trailer, Jack. It says reporters thought the video came from North Korea, Korea. propaganda. Yeah. Watch it. That's when you, during the break, Jack, <laughs> yeah. watch it during the, during the next break. You will be... <laughs> Oof. And then two men got together. Who will win and it's who like will a, lose? A bad movie trailer. It's it terrible. It is awful. <laughs> it is horrid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Um, But Alec Baldwin now says if he ran for president in the 2020 election, he would come out victorious against the Trumpster. Yeah, I'll use the tired old line. I want what he's smoking. Uh 
in an interview with Howard Stern, Alec Baldwin said if he entered the race, he would 1,000% come out as the winner right. over Trump. Uh, a little bit over him, too. Alec Baldwin has made, of course, a jillion cameos on Saturday Night Live impersonating yeah. uh, the president since the 2016 election and said his campaign for the spot would be uh, a comical and thrilling ride. I was beginning to believe his own press. Yeah, He says he'd love to run for the position of president because he believes there are so many common sense things the country needs to do. Well, no blank, Sherlock, but, Mm -hmm. you know, you're not going to win. I know. He's not the most likable person. I'm more likable than he is. Have you asked around? Have you asked around? Where'd you get that from? Do you like me? Do you like me? Do you like me? They're not even allowed to look at you. How would they like you? (laughs) There's not a lot to look at. Yeah, no. I don't even know what you look like. New hires. People think that it looks. He averts his eyes. That's just a rumor. They say, whatever you do, don't Don't look look at Jim. Jim. You'll turn to stone. Totally interns that. Then when the interns started looking at Jim, guess what? We got rid of the interns. See? They all turned to stone. They turned to stone. He went, what's his name? How are you, Mr. Phillips? (laughs) What? Lot's wife, yeah, turned to Seller salt. Seller of salt. Points. President Trump is firing back also. He's so pissed off at everybody, of course. You know, he has something <laughs> to say about everything. He, he uh, tweets, yeah. you think he came back from a trans, you know, global flight, gets in in the middle of the night. His body clock is off. Guess what he does first thing when he gets back to the White House? Starts he got tweeting. a uh, job from uh, Sean no, Hannity. No, no, no. Ew. Maybe. I don't know about that. Maybe. Well, Sean Hannity was over there. In Singapore. Oh. Yeah. So he got that before he Maybe got back. a little cuddle time. Uh-huh. President Trump and went on Twitter immediately and started really ripping Robert De Niro a new one. Well, De Niro, I mean, you know, come on. All you do, all you... you oh, here's you, what he called you him. You do things like that. All you're, all you're doing is... I think is, he's run out of insults, though, because he calls De Niro... Punchy. A, quote... Very low IQ individual. And I think <laughs> oh, he's used be. that before. That's pretty good. I, I think he's run out of, of insults. You know, little Marco, we know, low energy Jeb, whatever. But low IQ individual, I think he used that before with someone else. And also referred to him as punchy. He did because he says in the tweet, it went on to say that um, De Niro, quote, has received too many shots to the head in, by real boxers in movies. And well, quote. De Niro said, said on the bunch of occasions he'd like to punch the president he did that's just stupid stuff trump boasted about the economy and then finished his tweet by Is anybody paying any attention to what robert de niro has to say about politics? it was interesting only because it was on the good tonys but that's i mean no uh the president was reacting to the actor dropping a lot of curse words um while introducing springsteen at the tony you got the children week. in the audience uh, i don't know do we yeah that girl that played annie oh yeah, she wasn't one. there no cardinal <laughs> Andrea McArdle. Uh, I will say that De Niro's comments got Sarah Jessica, uh, she, whatever her name is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was there. She was uh-huh. Annie. Annie. Uh-huh. Oh, you yeah, can't yeah, draw. Yeah. You can't use words like that up on stage with children in the audience. Mm-hmm. De Niro got a. How old is she now? Fifty. Uh huh. <laughs> yes. Old. Right. She got a. He got a standing ovation. Well, there's that broad. Those Broadway liberal types. You know oh, how they get. Yeah. They get all oh jazz hands. Oh, we said a naughty word on stage. Mm-hmm. Come on. An accountant. <laughs> <laughs> has admitted today to stealing more than $9 million from Latin singer Mark Anthony. No. Yes, page six reports the guy's name is Kyle Tessiero. He racked up millions in credit card charges, including Ooh. thousands to high-end strip clubs, travel, and wow. fancy meals, all of it. He just ran up the bills to the tune of $9 million from Mark Anthony. Tessiero oh. took a plea deal and could spend up to nine years in prison when he sentenced on September 12th. I don't know if you... Want to piss him off? It Mark like Anthony, him, he could man. punch you. Yeah, 
He's not punching anybody. Who, Mark he weighs, weighs about 110 pounds. He's a tough customer. Not who you're thinking of. Who you thinking of? Who, who am I thinking of? of? I think he's the one who was married to J-Lo, right? No? Yes. Yes. Points. Mm. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. one that looks like he's... Uh... What? What? I, I don't know what that means. Oh, Sour? You know. No. Putting what the, the whole cheeks, you know? And Hollow the... cheeks? No, no, I think... Yeah. No. Gaunt? Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah, same he's guy. He's a skinny... He's a little skinny guy. Correct. Oh. Who you th- what, what do you think he weighs in at? 105? No. At least. No. All right, 140. Okay. I, think well, I don't think me. I don't think. I bet he's less than 140. Pinkman. Research. Do they even? He's not punching anybody. Oh, he's not. Uh, yeah, no, but he has like a Latin. Jim, or he's got a, a Latin Where's temper, Mark? and you don't want to screw with a Latin man. He will. He will knock you out. I I fought plenty of Latin men. I beg your pardon. I fought plenty oh. of Latin men in military B. school. I was the. The, Boxing uh, Barracks B, I know. Yeah, what was my nickname? Uh, okay. Punchy. The Little Piston. No, Little Piston. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yesterday, Mo. I know. He's about 152 pounds. See? Yeah, Mark right. Points. Well, that's because he's on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Just ate a corn dog uh-huh. before weighing in. <laughs> and, <laughs> and got out of the ocean. <laughs> and he's not he's not regular because he's on vacation. You know. Yeah, okay, listen. Consuming a little bit too much salt. Uh-huh. Angelina Jolie <laughs> might have to give up custody what? of her six children to no. Brad Pitt. Why? TMZ says a judge is close to taking the couple's kids from Angie. No kidding. If she continues to keep... It from being able to see them. Oh, that's oh, a lead story. Where have you been with this stuff? Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. She's confused, Jim. The judge on the case is now allowing Brad to contact them whenever he wants, and we'll even get to spend time with them this summer. What was the food again? Cucumbers. Oh, that's right. Can couple... you believe that? I know. I don't, don't kill the messenger. I'm just reading off the sheet. They scare cats. They the couple do. divorced. Yeah. I've seen those. That's oh. free stuff. <laughs> The couple, I didn't realize they were only married for four years. What? They were together oh, yeah. 11, but like then that. they were married for only four of that. Remember John Schneider? Sure. From yes. Dukes of Hazzard? Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, that star is already out of jail after less than one day because of overcrowding. He was sentenced to three days behind bars for failing to pay $150,000 in alimony. Think you got any sleep? Mm-mm. No. Oh, no. Never I, been in jail? Well, I don't know. I don't Maybe know. he has, but you know, your first TMC. day in jail, you're not sleeping, are you? <laughs> No. no, probably not. TMZ says that uh, this uh, John Schneider yeah. checked into the L.A. County Jail yesterday, but it was so packed in there that they let him go after 24 hours. But he's still got to do his community service. Roscoe finally caught him. Ah. <laughs> what is it? He? What is that noise he made? He, 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 or... Oh, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that, thank you. Uh, and Deputy Enos. He's dead, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Uh, Deputy Enos. James Best. Well, James Best was Roscoe P. Coltrane. Lived in Central Florida. Yeah, I believe Dora. he passed there. Yeah. 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 Enos was his deputy. Enos. Flash was the dog. Well, I never watched you. the show. You know a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Daisy Duke points. <laughs> yeah, Bradshaw's oh. got that Confederate flag on the roof of his oh, car. Oh, I hope Generally. Not. No, I had one on the ceiling of my bedroom. <laughs> mm. Oprah Winfrey is sharing her experience at the royal wedding. Oh. At the oh. premiere. In a new book. Rather. No, no, no. At the premiere of a new show for the Oprah Network, uh, she told Entertainment Tonight that watching Princess Harry and Meghan Markle exchange nuptials was, quote, transformative. Come on, Stedman. Let's get it in gear. No, they're fine the way they are. They're not together anymore? No, they are. Winfrey also told uh, some other shows that it was more than just a wedding. It felt like a shift in culture, maybe because of the preacher that made those remarks. Everybody says that. Jeez. Mm -hmm. Come on, Oprah. All right, I'm just saying. Yeah, be cool, bro. No? All right, forget it. Bro, bro. No. (laughs) 
What? No, no, no. And I don't know if you've ever seen the show Teen Mom. No. Mm. Well, you're missing out. Uh, uh, I'm sure I am. Thank you. Uh huh. So no. no, no, no. One of the teen moms. Yeah, what is uh, it about? It's about kids who get knocked up and, as teenagers. Not interested. Okay. Well, anyway, it turns out this girl, she probably was one of the, I don't know, the bigger names on this show. Her name is Farah Abraham. Mm. Ooh. Yeah, I remember You know who that her. is? I think she was yeah. in porno uh, movies or something. A also, porno. Uh, oh, one. Just one porn movie. Uh, you got to put food on the table. Well, okay. So not only teen mom, but porno, this girl, Farah Abraham was arrested early this morning out at the Beverly Hills Hotel. This oh, yeah. teen mom got into a argument with some guests inside a restaurant at the Beverly Hills Hotel, which is pretty fancy. What was the a, argument about? A security guard asked her to leave, and she allegedly started hitting and I'm punching. I'm telling you, this Trump presidency, people, they just can't, you know, yeah. they're always fighting. You can't contain yourself. Thanksgiving dinner, you know, Beverly Hills Hotel. That's fancy. She starts hitting and pushing the security guard who asked her to leave, um, and she may have been a little bit Get out of here, drunk, teen mom. Drunk at the time. How old is she? Uh, not very. Oh, it's not a birthday. Mm, no, but I have birthdays. Ooh, oh, great sad. transition. Let's move Smooth. on. Nice segue. Thank you. How about this? This is a twofer. Twofer Tuesday. I know it's Wednesday, but uh, Ashley and Mary-Kate Olsen. Happy, happy oh, birthday! I remember the countdown for them to be 18. Oh, God. Otto had a thing for them. Then Let's find really... out how long ago that was. Okay. Jim, you go. Mary-Kate and Ashley. Oh, jeez. One of them does an ad for, like, Travelocity or something. 41. Oh, my God. Yeah, they're up there now. Mm. How long ago was Otto here counting I, down till they turned nah, 18? I'm going to go with yeah, like can't do the math. 34. Oh, no. You people. They're big in the fashion industry. Mm-hmm. I'll, yes, they all are. All right. I'll, I'll just play it safe, lay up, and play say 33. Mm, you should have skipped a year because they're 32, Jack. That's okay. I'll oh, take wow. the one. I I'll take the it. single. Jeez. 32. You should have given them a yeah. courtesy year because you would have gotten no. it on the dot. And, then, and you would have gotten two Kapuyas because it's two people. But I don't like chance in giving Pinkman points if yeah. I don't have to. <laughs> happy, happy birthday to Tim Allen. I know who he is. Tim the happy, happy birthday. birthday. That's correct. Tim Allen is 65. He is. Oh! I'll oh, take that Can you believe that? Big, okay, yeah, big right. fan. No, yeah. I did not. know. I did not know. Santa Jack's, Claus. He, Jack said he watches the Santa Claus four times a week. I've oh. seen it once in my life. And finally, from the Jackass movie, Steve O. I think Steve that O. Starship movie. That, that space. Starship Troopers. That no, sounds like that a dirty one with word. Him? What did you say? Yeah, it wasn't too bad. With, no, the uh, one with Tim Allen. Yeah, and Sigourney Al- Weaver. Yeah, Sigourney yeah, Weaver. Was... And uh, what's his name? Uh, you, uh, that was Snipe. Monk. Snape. Monk. Oh, uh, and Alan oh. Rickman. Yeah. No, that was... Um, oh, Alan Rickman was in that. Yeah, Tony Shalhoub. I'm trying to remember the Tony name Shalhoub of the movie, though. It wasn't Starship Troopers. It wasn't a Galaxy terribly Quest. great movie. That's it. That's Galaxy it. Quest. I'll give you points on that. That was pretty good. Galaxy Quest was pretty good. Good for your pink men. Uh, what are we... I, I didn't get Wait, it. what did he Jack do? Jack got it. I don't know. <laughs> Son of a bitch. What's <laughs> the question? It's Steve-O from Jackass. Oh, let's go with... Steve-O. 45. Ooh. I don't know. Do I want to block you in? I'll go 47. Uh, 46. Damn it. Who said 45? I Jack. did. It's 44. Oh! <laughs> well, he looks older. And that's the laddie da. Just call me Moira. Because he got smacked around so much. We'll take a little break. Of course, when we come back, we're going, going to open up the lines. We'll pick one of you at random to play against Pinkman and a bonus round of closest to the pin. You know what that means. Next on Real Radio 104.1. Someday, Alexa will do everything. 
Alexa, can you take the dog for a walk? Ha ha ha. No way in hell. But until then, tell her to play Real Radio 104.1 on iHeartRadio. Playing Real Radio 104.1 on iHeartRadio. And now, The Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is Closest to the Pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! That's right. What's his name? Kenshiro? Is that his name? Yes. On the line, he will play against, or she will play against Pinkman in a bonus round of closest to the pin. See another one of these uh, MAGA guys? We'll no. find out. <laughs> this is not a MAGA guy. <laughs> I think he likes Japan. Okay, very good. Anyway, so Kenshiro will play against Pinkman in a bonus round. If Kenshiro wins, he gets that You Matter business card, guaranteeing him good fortune for the rest of his life. Should he lose to Pinkman, bad luck for 24 hours. Mr. Pinkman, please go to the soundproof booth. We'll bring you back in a couple of minutes to determine your handicap for the afternoon. Kenshiro, you ready to play? You should go ahead and pick a spot. I'm going to bury Pinkman there. Okay, here we oh. go. Oh. Wow. In your Ooh, face. Out. Love it. Oh, yeah, that's a way to business. play. All right, got ten questions for you there, bub, including the crow question on the at the end. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Here we go. Good luck to you. Here we go in three, two, one, begin. North America has been awarded the 2026 World Cup. The last time Argentina won the World Cup was in what year? 2010. Talk about soccer. How old is soccer icon Pele? 75. This year's World Cup is being held in Russia. What's the population of Russia? Uh... 690 million. The James Bond movie called From Russia with Love was released in what year? 1978. How old is actor Sean Connery? 86. Sean Connery starred with Kevin Costner in the movie called The Untouchables that came out in what year? 1991. In the millions, what is Kevin Costner's net worth? 69. Talk about Kevin. We haven't heard much from Kevin Spacey lately. Spacey made his mark on the movie called The Usual Suspects that came out in what year? 1979. The song called It's Not Unusual, recorded by Tom Jones in 1964, runs how many minutes and seconds? Six minutes and 13 seconds. Yeah, within 25, you went outright. The late Lou Reed wrote It's Not Unusual. If Lou Reed was a crow in Brooklyn, his birthplace, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Washington, D.C.? 1,000. Time. Okay. All right. Got okay, it. buddy. You know, is that, yeah. What? Uh, uh, what? That's just... I guess you can put the shovel away. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, Mr. Pinkman. Uh... Uh, Mr. Pinkman, if you'll roll the <laughs> dice to determine your handicap. We set it at 18. We allow you to roll the dice with... Whatever that number is, we take off 18. That will be your handicap for this afternoon. Uh-huh. Woo! Oh, boy. Okay. Here we go. Let's, there's the roll. I love that oh. <laughs> What do you got? Four. Double snake eyes. All right, 14-second handicap. I have 10 questions for you, including the crow question at the end. Are you ready? All right. All right, good luck to you. Okay, here we go in three, two, one, begin. North America has been awarded the 2026 World Cup. The last time Argentina won the World Cup was in what year? 1996. Talk about soccer. How old is soccer icon Pele? Uh, 71. 
This year's World Cup is being held in Russia. What's the population of Russia? 120 million. The James Bond movie called From Russia with Love was released in what year? 1973. How old is actor Sean Connery? 82. Sean Connery starred with Kevin Costner in the movie called The Untouchables. They came out in what year? 1985. In the millions, what is Kevin Costner's net worth? Uh, that would be $123 million. Talk about Kevin. We haven't heard much from Kevin Spacey lately. Spacey made his mark in the movie called The Usual Suspects. It came out in what year? 1991. The song called It's Not Unusual, recorded by Tom Jones in 1964, runs how many minutes and seconds? Three minutes, 12 seconds. You know, within 25, you went outright. The late Lou Reed wrote, It's Not Unusual. If Lou Reed was a crow in Brooklyn, his birthplace, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Washington, D.C.? 432. Time. Oh, jeez. Ay, ay, ay. All right, let's score this. Ken Shiro. <clears throat> Son. Versus Pinky. Argentina Kenshiro. won the World Cup uh, last time in what year? Ken Shiro said. 2010. Pinkman. 96. 86. Pinkman starts off strong. How old is soccer icon Pele? Ken Shiro said. 75. Pinkman. 71. 77. Uh-oh, it's tied up. It's the population of Russia. That's where the World Cup is right now. Kinshiro said. Population 690 million, Jim. What? And uh, Pinkman. 120 million. 145 million. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. James Mob movie from Russia with Love was released in what year? Kinshiro? 78. Pinkman. 73. 19. 63. Oh, Pinky. How old is actor Sean Connery? Kinshiro? 86. Pinkman. 82. 87. Uh-oh, he gets another one. Uh, <laughs> Sean Connery in that movie, The Untouchables, with Kelly Costner. It came out on what year? Ken Shiro? 91. Pinkman. 85. 87. Ooh, Pinky. Back and oh, forth. Boy. LOL. In the millions, what is Kevin Costner's net worth? Ken Shiro said? 69 million. Pinkman. 123 million. 250 million. Pinkman. Jeez. LOL. Mm. 150 million dollars. Wow. Talk about Kevin. Uh, Kevin Spacey has been uh, heard from much lately. Gee, I wonder why. Oh, boy. Spacey made his mark in the movie called The Usual Suspects, one of my favorites. It came out in what year, Kinshiro said? 79. Pinkman. 91. 95. Oh, Pinky. The song called It's Not Unusual, recorded by Tom Jones in 1964, runs how many minutes and seconds, Kinshiro said? Six minutes and 13 seconds. What was he smoking? It's like Freebird or something. I don't know what he thought. Uh, 312. Two minutes, three seconds. Uh, Pinkman gets that one. Your only hope can share. Hold on. One, two, one, two three, four, five, like six, seven. It's seven to two. Ken Shiro has two. Pinky has seven. Your only hope for survival and a victory is with this, the crow question. That's right. You could turn it all upside down. Get it within 25. It went outright. The late Lou Reed wrote the It's Not Unusual. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. If Lou Reed was a crow in Brooklyn, his birthplace, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Washington, D.C.? Kinshiro said. 1,000 miles. Pinkman said. 432. It's 229 miles, dude. Mm-hmm. 229 Pinkman miles. Pinkman gets it and dude. wins the game. Oh, 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 now this is a song, all right. Oh, yeah. It's not unusual to be loved by anyone. Bye. 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 It's not unusual <laughs> to have fun with anyone. Don't kill a great song. But when I see you hanging about with anyone, Lou Reed, huh? I believe so. It's yeah, not I believe so. see me cry. Oh, what a die. <laughs> that was oh, a popular song. Still it is. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's no Paul Anka. Ugh, now that's the worst song ever. 
Paul Anka. The worst song ever? It's one I've of the worst. Worse. For me, the worst song ever. Goes against I think every it's because feminist you liked thread. It so much. Nope. Every feminist thread in my body, it pissed me off from the time I was a kid. There was no feminist me- thread, so to speak, when that song came out. Totally, it was just- yes. In the 70s, yes. When did it come out? In the 70s. Did it or in the 60s? I don't know. I can't remember. It's a popular song. Well, though. Pinky wins and improves his record to 47 and 38. Have my baby. Oh, please. Um, what a lovely way of Yeah, I bet she knows every single word to this song. They played it to death. How can you not? <laughs> Is that why you hate it? Ugh. Come no, on, Mal. I hate it because it's so insulting. Mal, he's so proud. He's having yeah, he's his baby. Oh, please. Lord have mercy. What did I ever do to you, Jack? <laughs> I got a list. Turn our mic off. Having my baby. Yeah, what's wrong with that? You can't have the baby. He's very proud. Oh, sweet. I'll tell you what I'm thinking of you. I can see it. Your face is glowing. I can see it in your eyes. All right, enough of him. I don't want to hear him. Oh, it's a beautiful pregnancy. He almost looks hip for this time. He always had a great tan. Yeah, that's true. Little Canadian fella. Yeah, he's got a you know oh, the yeah. little necklace hanging his uh, you know oh, shirt and button chest he's, hair. Yeah, 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 that, yeah whole, exactly. that whole look. What he's year was it? What year was that? Does it uh, say when that came out? It doesn't. Seventy-four. Not, yeah. Seventy-four. Yeah. <laughs> Points. Number one song in the U.S. and Canada in Thank seventy-four. You. In Canada. Yeah, I got something growing already. <laughs> oh my God, it's so. I have a baby. I got something growing. Mm-hmm. All right, Paul, uh, we're done with you. You want to have a baby? Done. You better make sure something's growing. You oh, know, enough so. already. It's the Phillips file on Real Radio 104.1. Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound. That thrill of victory. I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. And the agony of defeat. Chicken Tetrazzini. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. Oh, there's Mr. Peanut. Oops. Time for Jack's audio file. Yes, thank you very much, Mr. Phillips. Let's get going. And of course, you know, the big summit is still... Uh, the talk of the internet and television programs. Mm-hmm. And so that continued because, you know, but with the time delay and the interviews and uh, things circulating, we have uh, President Trump uh, talking with Sean Hannity, his good friend. I know they speak nightly. However, this was a televised uh, interview. So uh, he was discussing about. You remember all those times where he would say those crazy things and people were like, what are you doing? Calling him Rocket Man yeah, and yeah, yeah. all this uh, fire and fury stuff. But now we say, nah, you know, I had to do that. So I think the rhetoric, I hated to do it. Yeah, well, Sometimes I felt foolish doing it, but we had no choice. So, you know. <laughs> well, of course you had a choice. <laughs> How did you have no choice? Well, if he was trying to out-crazy the crazy man. Oh, I see. You know, so, uh, you know, and mm-hmm. if that's what brought him to the table, then I have to say, well, that might have been successful. However, so, but uh, the, there is a bit of uh, mystery around the agreement because just because of the vague nature of it, because, mm-hmm. you know, if we stop, 
you know, having war games that in, you know, that's verifiable. But how do we know, how do we verify that they are actually destroying, you know, their sites except uh, for details? Yeah. You know, we're Come just going to take their word for it. I don't Look know what he's done. So we got our hostages back, but they've blown up one of their sites, one of their testing sites, their primary testing site. In fact, some people say they're only testing site. See, that's it. Some people say, well, Ooh, people. how do we make sure? That's the standard <laughs> Trump line. Some people some say. Some people say. They're saying, we, people are saying. I'd like, yeah. you know. It, no. I don't know. Some people say, you know, Obama <laughs> was uh, spying on uh, me, was, you know, when he first in came Trump into the White House. Yeah. So uh, uh, some people are saying. Nobody's saying. What a piece of putts. Anyway, uh, someone uh, not pleased, uh, Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer, saying, hey, you He's know, another one. Yeah, what, tears. what's going on here? Yeah, exactly. What the United States has gained is vague and unverifiable at best. What North Korea has gained, however, is tangible and lasting. But I'll see you at the synagogue on Friday. <laughs> we'll have a little nosh. You know, uh, him, you know, with the, the glasses down on the nose and the whole thing. Well, that's it. Yeah. He Come on, Democratic Party. You need skinny people. Find somebody else. Young, fresh blood, new ideas, a little bit more progressive. This is what we want. That's what I want. If the United States is unable to win concrete, uh. lasting concessions from North Korea, the meeting alone will be a victory for Kim Jong-un and a defeat for President Trump. And what are you going to do? <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, what are you going to do? It's not a victory. Or is it a victory? <laughs> so then I We have says, to go to, you know, to we'll have to turn to the Talmud, you know, oh, and find boy. out the answer, you know, but we never have a question. Well, Everything's a question. Maybe the question is the answer. I don't know. Jim, the story before the summit was the G7 summit. Uh, in Canada, where uh, President Trump had to take early leave to make it to Singapore for his meeting with Un. Mm. Um, however, there was some, you know, uh, a little, some words of war uh, between the Canada, the Canadian Prime Minister, and it, and while President Trump tweeted, he had a couple of his surrogates out there. One, uh, Larry Kudlow, was out there. Hey, did he have a heart attack? He, he did. did. Mm-hmm. What's he's, out his... of, he's out of the hospital now. I just said it was too much Canadian bacon. Uh, uh, so you know what I'm saying. Oh, rim shot. No, boy. He's expected to make a full recovery. I had some of that at home this week, and my wife was making me egg sandwiches for breakfast with Canadian bacon. It's just fantastic. Good stuff. Tell you what. And then it was all gone. Mm-hmm. That's and how it works, Jack. When you eat it, it's all gone. I didn't eat it I'm all, true. though. Uh-oh. Then I find out one of the kids is going around, just going in there, rolling it up and eating it. I'm like, no! Hey, come on. That's for breakfast sandwiches. You, you know, don't get... just eat it raw like that. Yeah, get a job. Then you'll get some slices. Oh, yeah, no yes. kidding. Go deliver the papers. Go walk the dog. So, uh, you know, besides Kudlow, <laughs> also um, the White House trade advisor, Pete Navarro. Ugh. He's was, a whack job. Yeah, he was out talking about, you know, this, <laughs> how apparently... Justin Trudeau and President Trump had a meeting, and then, you know, Trump leaves early, and Trudeau says, listen, you guys, if you're going to start taxing us more, we're just going to have to turn around and do uh, and make it reciprocal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, some people say, some, some people, people are say. saying, some people are saying we're trying to uh, level off a, a right. long-time imbalance. No uh, imbalance. But, well, have Jim, Pete Navarro... He had some he words for Justin uh, Trudeau. That was one of the worst political miscalculations of a Canadian leader in modern Canadian history. All Justin Trudeau had to do was take the win. 
What was the win there? I'm not sure. <laughs> he said, take, it was take so the bad because he said that there's a special place in hell for well, Justin. Well, let me finish the oh, audio sorry. file before you start delivering it, Mo. He's a- there's a, a special place in hell for any foreign leader that engages in bad faith diplomacy with President Donald J. Trump and then tries to stab him in the back on the way out the door. What's that, a threat to everybody now? I mean, do we, do we just, yeah, we just want to piss off everybody? Yeah. There's a special place, in, we're warning people, a special place in hell for you. If However, you don't like the president. He well, has since apologized. Yeah, no matter, least. well, essentially what he's saying in that statement, I think, what I took away from it, it doesn't matter. You know, do you say something against the president, you're going to pay big time. The United States will make you pay. Guess what? The rest of the world is distancing itself from the United States. <laughs> You might not think so. Well, I got news for you. Well, Peter, why would you why would you even do something like that? And where's Rudy lately? Well, White House trade advisor Pete Navarro probably was asked. Uh, I think you probably went a little too far with those comments because indeed he did uh, apologize for those comments he made about Justin Trudeau. I used language that was inappropriate and lost the power of that message. I own that. That was my mistake. Those were my words. What would you do that for then, dumbass? And by the way, uh, the, the, we uh, Canada imports more from the United States than we import from Canada. The president of the United States and this administration were like, oh, these Canadians are taking advantage of it. And they got it backwards. Trade imbalance includes products and services. That's and 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 we sell more to Canada than they sell to us. Well, whatever. What's the piss off Canada? Why, why why do that? You piss off everybody, and then you suck up to the most repressive regime on the planet. Go figure that one. By the way, have you seen the? Uh, I think CNN has been running it. I think the Daily Show as well. The juxtaposition of Sean Hannity. They uh, they run it uh, uh, against one another. What uh, Sean Hannity was saying about Obama when Obama said, "Well, it it might might meet with Iran," or maybe Obama said something about North Korea, and what and what Sean Hannity is saying about Trump and North Korea. It's fascinating. See if you can track it down. Ping them. Thank you. Yes, sir. Sorry, I'll be quiet now. The audio I had yesterday. About what it was all Fox News correspondents. Yeah, I was on. eating my Cheetos. I'm sorry. I wasn't paying attention. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> Jim, you might be looking for work soon, right? Uh, no. Not that right. <laughs> Why I'm going, it might be tomorrow. There's an opening. It's at a restaurant. Uh-oh. It's not Tell really around here. You might have to travel a little. Uh, this uh, it was a waitress. She was a server here at this restaurant. Um, let me see. Where was it? I think it might be a little far for you to. To go there. Nothing's too far from me. Um, Oklahoma? I am the Anthony Bourdain of radio. But you're not going to Oklahoma. No. Thank you. No. First day on the job. Well, no actually, she worked at this place. It was a Twin Peaks. She worked there, left, and then she came back. It was day one, back on the job. And then they're watching her on the video camera, and they're like, Wait a minute, that's not right. I looked back at the footage and saw that in several instances, uh, the suspect in this case, who also just started that day, this was her first day there, uh, had been swiping customers' credit cards through the machine, through the Whoa. computer, and then also seemed to be swiping it in some kind of credit card skimmer that she had on her person. 
So when people would pay with credit cards, she'd swipe it, you know, go to the station, swipe it. But then she'd go back and she had a little device on her and would swipe it again, which was a skimmer basically storing all the information on the credit card. Oh, I wonder if she's good. in trouble. Yeah, well, you think? here's the deal. She was uh, arrested and booked to the Oklahoma County Jail. It's a, one felony count of unlawful use of a computer. That's bon- it? Bond said it too great. And I was wondering about that. I'm like, that doesn't, well, it's felony, so... That's serious, but it seems like, you know, sometimes you think, are the laws caught up with technology and how it's being used or misused? You mess up a bunch of people's lives. Every time you go in for a sandwich to a coffee shop or to a diner. They're going to reject your card now. I uh, happened to me recently, got the call, uh, uh, just a text message. Hey, did you use uh, your car this morning at a sit-go in, you know, somewhere in South yeah. Florida? Oh, and this was at 7 in the morning. I'm like, eh, pretty sure that wasn't me. Mm-hmm. And I went through and I found, and so they immediately turned it off. I had two $99 charges at Wawa that were not mine. Mm-hmm. Credit card company was awesome. They're like, we turned it off. We're sending you a new card. And they took off all the, the bogus charges, which is cool. great. But, you know, it's. You How they get your number? How, you know, it's all- so what? Well, I don't know. Was it a skimmer on a, a gas pump? What do they somewhere? say? It's better to pay with credit card than a debit card. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. Because you you have that protection yeah. where they just yeah, cash is king. Yeah. Anyway, so Jim, let's move on. Spe- all right. Uh, let's see. Speaking of cash, mm-hmm. some kids. I don't know. You might have seen some stories over uh, past summers where kids. We're receiving tickets. Kind of tickets. Tickets for doing something without a permit. Ooh. Skateboarding. Oh, I know. What? Oh, I think uh, running a lemonade stand. Running a lemonade oh, stand. Yeah. On right. skateboards. So oh. when life gives you lemons, what do you do? <sighs> Make, Make lemonade. lemonade. There you Points. go. Country time lemonade. Oh, they They're making their- lemonade oh. with this situation. That's great. They have a new ad campaign. We have the video posted at realradio.fm. It's called Legal Aid, Country Time Legal Aid, where they actually have a fund of money for any kid who gets a a trouble or a ticket for having a lemonade stand without a permit. Country Time is introducing Legal Aid, a crack team ready to straighten out lemonade stand-related permits and fines, (laughs) making sure no kid is denied their right to a lemonade stand and all the benefits they bestow. If you have a problem with your lemonade stand, the offices of Country Time Legal Aid are ready to take a stand for you. Tastes like justice. (laughs) So, when life gives you arcane laws, make lemonade. There you go. That's very smart. good. Yeah, it's clever. It's that was smart very on their good. part. Yeah, Somebody's smart. Yeah. Brilliant. Someone yeah. gets a pat on the back in the marketing department for Country Time. And so if you're going to have a lemonade stand, you're more likely to use Country Time lemonade. I would say. So Absolutely. Got that right. Uh, weird place to negotiate. You know, uh, sometimes contracts come up and you want to, you know, hey, uh, you know, I like you. You like working here. Let's let's keep this party going. Um, <laughs> Where have I heard that before? <laughs> yeah. I like you. You hey, like me. Hey, what are you doing? You, know, come you on. like me. Yeah. I like you. Hey, you know, the contract is 58 pages long, but yeah, just sign here. Put your John Can- Hancock that right too. here. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I do. You know, let's not make There's this no tough. There's no money. We have no money for you, but sign right here. Exactly. During the here Warriors, well, money wasn't the questionnaire, as you can hear. During the Warriors Championship Parade, Kevin oh. Durant. Uh, reacts to the Warriors general manager, Bob Myers, offering him 
any deal he wants to return next Kevin, season. Kevin, for you, a thought to the fans. You fit in perfectly. We want you back at any contract you would like for any amount in any years. Why, why, is that, why was that even a discussion? Why were we even talking about that? Uh, yeah, for sure. We want to do this thing again. All the love and support. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Well, better... How many times have you heard that, Jim? Any amount of years, any, any contract price. you want, any any, any amount of money, mm, whatever it takes. <laughs> Sign here. Whatever it takes. Sign mm-hmm. <laughs> it, Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. So expect him to be with Golden State uh, for a while. Make you go all... to Linda Bird's office whenever you want. Take as much candy as you want. <laughs> Oh, yours, oh it's filled up again. She was out of candy, but I... Yeah, it, what's in there? I saw it when I walked by. I, did, I didn't I go in and look. Yeah, I yeah, told yeah. her I'm not, I'm not taking from her anymore. Bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it stealing? It's going into her she, office when she's not there. and She has it for the masses, I thought, no? Well, it, it yeah, is, but... Yeah, yeah, the, I, I, I came to the conclusion plenty. this is not the right thing. Yeah. Mm. I always left a little money behind, you know, a couple of coins here and there. <laughs> it's nice. Jim, we come full circle. We started with the North Korean USA Summit in Singapore. That's where we finished today. But in this episode of Who Said It Best, Jim, you get to decide between the monologues of Conan O'Brien, Stephen Colbert, and Jimmy Kimmel. They all talked about the summit. Jim, you get to decide which one said it best. I'm ready. Yesterday, uh, Kim Jong-un and President Trump had lunch, and they were served Haagen-Dazs ice cream. Yeah, yeah, it was a, a special occasion for the North Koreans because they've never heard of Hagen Dazs or lunch. So... After a brief one-on-one meeting, the two leaders got down to the most important item on the agenda: lunch, <laughs> including Korean stuffed cucumber. Well, there's your headline: Trump ate a vegetable. An unprecedented 24 hours for the United States and North Korea as our president, Donald Trump, met with his favorite little rocket man, Kim Jong-un. A a lot of pundits think it was a mistake to meet with an unstable dictator, but Kim Jong-un said, you know what, I'm going to do it anyway. Damn, that's a difficult... Yeah. I'm going Conan O'Brien. I'm going to give it to Conan. It was very, very, very tough. I'm giving it to Conan. Okay. Conan gets a point, Conan Mo. Conan now takes a, second, a firm second place uh, to Jimmy Fallon with seven. Conan has five. Jimmy Kimmel, four. Come on, Seth Kimmel. Myers, three. James Corden and Colbert, two. And Trevor Noah, one. I'm almost ready to throw Kimmel some points because I know he's the only one who would come on the air with us. Well, Jim, you don't know that because last year's winner, Conan O'Brien. That's true. Uh, we're extending him an invitation to uh, come on the program and... Uh, Pinkman has been working on this diligently for six months now. Mm-hmm. Pinkman, we yeah. would like an update on where we are with uh, Project Coco. Uh, Fritz said he would help me out, but he's he's very busy at the moment. So, it, I mean, it's it's on his plate, but it's it's like to yeah, next to the There's a better chance that a listener is going to get an interview with Russ Tamblin before you will get Conan O'Brien that on That is here. 100% factual. It sounds like you've delegated it to someone. That That is not true. No? Oh, I thought you said he's going to get We're working in conjunction. Oh, in cahoots. I see. Jack, in the break, you have to watch that White House video. Okay. You have to. (laughs) Pinkman, post that on our website. Okay. Maybe you can get Fritz to do it. No, he doesn't know how to do that. Meet (laughs) together. 
in a history-making conference. Right. Who will win? Who will lose? I'll watch it, and we'll get it posted on our website, realradio.fm. That's your audio file for today. Thank you, Jack. Good job. We'll take a little break. It's the Phillips File. Don't forget, later in the program, of course, we've got the uh, Shot Doctor coming in, 5-Minute Professor. We're going to be talking with Scott Maxwell, all upcoming on Real Radio 104.1. Check of the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A woman is suing NASA to prevent them from asking her to give back the moon dust gifted to her by Neil Armstrong. One small step for man. One giant leap for preemptive lawsuit kind. Next, a woman's neck tattoo went viral after someone realized it looks like the Toronto Blue Jays logo. Big Daddy marketing advice of the day. Toronto should give her money and make her part of a social media campaign. Thank you. Finally, a Dutch city is looking into how people could someday soon live in 3D printed homes. That's better than how people in Sweden have to assemble their homes. Ikea. Am I right? <laughs> Headlines were brought to you by Filatowski Cataract and LASIK Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. And transmission. When you're done rearranging the deck chairs. I'm not holding it in. I'm going to be fine. Of course you'll be fine. 407-916-1041. Toll free 888-978-1041. Real Radio 104.1. Them lonesome songs I can't tell By the way I feel That it comes From somewhere else Got that sweet Mountain soul Down in my bones I got that sweet Mountain spirit no, you are not listening to Prairie Home Companion. <laughs> this is a Wednesday no. edition of the Phillips File. I like bluegrass for about 20 minutes. Then it's like, okay, enough. I, I don't want to hear anymore. Put on the reggae. It's like, and then I get 20 minutes of that and say, this is real. I don't want to hear anymore. This. <laughs> My wife can't stand this. But... I watched the video. What do you think? This is the... This the, is the worst thing you've ever... The, it wasn't, but the, the propaganda video that the White House produced for uh, Kim Jong-un, I think when you look at the audience and look who created it or was behind it, uh-huh. I think it's perfect. <laughs> Meaning, I think, what else for an unstable, narcissistic, egomaniac to, but to be catered to in a fashion by... An unstable narcissistic ego. Do you think? I mean, do you? I mean, this is. Do you think that? What? Do you think that the lead, that the dictator of North Korea, and his circle of powerful generals and other? Do you think they're so unsophisticated that they see this? I mean, they have. They know what's going on in the world. Mm They're not like, oh, my God, look at this. Whoever thought we never knew that there was a Kentucky Fried Chicken or people water skied or I mean, they sit no. there. They, it's, it's laughable. And it, to me, it's like, hey, let's put together this uh, this video 
and really uh, convince these imbeciles what how much better off they'll be and how much richer. They don't have to worry about being rich. They control everything. They got everything. Yeah, I don't think it's so, about educating them on 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 what's available. I think, I think it's more just the ego stroke. I think it's an ego stroke for the president. Yes. I think he looks at it and said, this is absolutely terrific. I think he thinks that kind of crap, that amateurish is, man, this is really, look at this, man. Look at what we put together. That's the best you can do. I mean, really, that's the best you can do. And by the way, this was a big hose job from the get-go. This canceling of the summit. Oh, and and then rescheduling. Yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. I mean, the handwriting is on the wall now. It's like, this is all part of the game. And we got a hose. We got taken for a ride. It's all part of this uh, celebrity apprentice type thing. Let's put on a show. I I have the menu that the two of them and what they ate. Oh, let me. Th- I know okay. the ice cream. I know I, they okay. had the ice cream. So dessert, oh, ice cream, Hagen Dazs vanilla with was one kind of. Let's think of the entree. All right. So first, appetizers. Okay. Wait a minute, appetizers. Probably a shrimp dish. Yes, prawn cocktail and avocado salad. Oh. Number one. What else? Let me think. Also an appetizer. Mm-hmm. Ooh, uh, ooh, bacon wrap something. No, damn it. Well, was it? Well, one of the uh, comedians mentioned a Korean dish. It's a stuffed cucumber, and today's cucumber day, so yeah. that's handy. Stuffed there with was, what? Uh, I don't know. This Kimchi. Is, there's also a mango ca- karabu, which is really a, a green mango salad dish. Not bad. Not pretty, uh-huh. pretty good. Yeah. And fresh octopus. Okay. Okay. Main courses include. He's not eating that. You know, Trump's not eating that. No, he he would have eaten the shrimp cocktail though. By the way, I saw another episode of uh, Parts Unknown. Is that it with Anthony Bourdain? Oh yeah. On Berlin. Ugh. You don't want to go there. No. All right. I watched the Myanmar episode last night. Yeah. That's a good one. Berlin, he spent you know, half the show talking to some washed-out American rocker eating wiener, wiener schnitzel. I don't know if Netflix announced that they were going to like take the show off of their streaming service, but uh, fan outcry has caused them to what? turn around on that and said oh. they're going to keep it up, keep it available. Yeah. Main course. Any ideas? Main course. Big Macs. Uh-uh. Kim Jong Un wants oh, a uh, KFC. rib, uh, close beef, short rib. Yep. Oh. oh. Okay. What else? It's no long. They had some rib. options. Can you pick that up with your fingers? You right. No, to... I'm sure you have to cut it with a knife and fork. That was served with some kind of potato thing and broccoli. So the beef is one thing. What else did they have uh, as a main course option? Brussels sprouts. No. Damn. Some kind of chicken dish. Mm-hmm. Pork. 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 Sweetened, cr- sour, crispy pork, and fried rice. Like yes. crispy pork. Uh huh. And what? One more thing. For an entree. Yeah. God. Uh, some kind of fish? Yes. Uh, <laughs> soy braised cod with radish oh. and Asian vegetables. For dessert, That's they had so a choice good. of dark chocolate tartlet ganache, the haagen vanilla we mentioned with cherry sauce mm. or whatever, and some cream-filled pastry called a trapezienne. Ooh, Ooh trapezienne. Trapezienne. Sounds French. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a filled bread thing. It's like a cream-filled pastry. Like thing. a Kind of. They can sit there and just pound on one squirt Kim right in the face. Oh, come on. What do you think about that? (laughs) I don't get the impression he's really an adventurous eater. Who? The Trumpster. No, I don't think so. Oh, you never know. I I I think Uh, he's basically fast food and meat and potatoes man. Mm -hmm. He doesn't seem to be a... Not, you know, starting off with a salad. Here's Uh, Larry on Real Radio. Go ahead, Larry. How you doing, kid? How you doing? How you, Hello. Hey, no, hey, hey, how you doing? How you, how you, how you doing? 
Hey, um, you know, I, have a, I know you haven't left yet, which is a good thing because I'm going to miss the hell out of you. But I have a caper that is uns- a caper. A caper? Not a caper. And not capers. Not a young caper. Uh-huh. A caper. I see. Okay. When In your uh, poker tournament, I had these two penguins that were on the table, right, for auction. And I never found out. And I came back to the table. They were gone. So uh-huh. I think somebody actually took them. Yeah, probably the person who took my bag of almonds from my desk. Well, I have a photo. And, uh, his his initials are uh, Greg Warmuth. And I have him <laughs> sign. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I do. I have him sign in the book, so I'm thinking, okay. Think Warmuth how, took the penguins? I don't know. I mean, but he I, collects I'm, I'm, them. Why would you accuse that nice man of doing any such thing? He's a brilliant man, and his son is wonderful, too. Great baseball and player. I know, right? He's a brute. I don't understand. Greg's so uh, demure. All right, listen. What would you say? Hey, demure? Yeah. Demure. Yeah. He's saying Greg is a slight of stature. Well, you know, Martha's a little bit like, you know, she could be a roller derby queen. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't think you're right. <laughs> oh, no, I don't think she's a bruiser at all. No, no, she's, she's Where are you right. going with this, Larry? Well, you know. He thinks Warmus pinched his uh, penguins. Yeah, I think that too. But you were talking about the hurricanes, and I've been here since 62. You know, and I can feel it as well. Yeah. And here's it's in the, the air. Thing. Here's the scary thing. It's going to be brutal. When Maria was coming towards Puerto Rico, I was into, like, Paul Simon, and there's a song called um, Homeless. Uh-huh. And it's all the African guys singing about a hurricane, and it, and it, Gave me the willies when I heard this song. I kept playing it. Oh, where did that come oh, from? You think that term willies? Willies, I don't, I don't know. know. Willies well, Jeep. Well, why would you uh, get willies? No, I think uh, I think willies has been around before the willies Jeep. It's the doom that was impending. You know, yeah, I know like, what it means. I'm just wondering where it came from. The willies. Oh, willies, yeah. A fit Not of sure. nervousness or jitters, right? The yeah, willies. The, yeah, you got the willies. You yeah. got, you know. you got nervous. the willies, right? Uh huh. Yeah, that's what it gave me. I yeah, really got the no, spilkies. Right, a little bit. Yeah. I do have a prayer for Jim. Oh, boy. Oh, well, uh, what you, is it? All right, quickly. I'm running out of time here. Jim Colbert. Oh, well, the, I'm sorry. I don't have enough time. Call Friday, huh, Yeah, shot. exactly. one 888 You'll understand. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Someday, Alexa will know everything. Alexa, how do I get rid of a deadbeat roommate? Try poisoning them. Uh, but until then, tell her to play Real Radio 104.1 on iHeartRadio. Playing Real Radio 104.1 on iHeartRadio. Wednesday edition of the Phillips File. 
Uh, by the way, just to remind you, there are GoFundMe accounts set up. And this hasn't been the uh, greatest last uh, few days in Metro Orlando or in Central Florida, of course, at the Pulse anniversary. Um, that's heartbreaking. And then we had this awful tragedy of <clears throat> this hostage situation where uh, the lives of four young children were taken and uh, the hostage taker committed suicide. And uh, it first started when uh, the hostage taker uh, shot an Orlando police officer and critically wounded him. And their GoFundMe account set up the, I believe, the widow of, not the widow, excuse me, excuse me, Mm -hmm. the uh, wife of the OPD officer went before microphones and cameras today. It's just heartbreaking. It's just absolutely heartbreaking to watch her. And But GoFundMe accounts have been set up uh, for the OPD officer, of course. Uh, Chief Mina, I think, uh, told the press today this is going to be a long, long, slow recovery for this OPD officer. I think he's been an officer, what, for two years with OPD. Mm -hmm. And then we have the uh, funerals for these uh, four children that uh, the expenses need to be covered. So you can go to realradio.fm and uh, you can go to these GoFundMe accounts and kick in a couple of bucks if you don't mind. Thank you very much. Just, I mean, it's just, you know, it's just been one of those Mm. past few days. I don't know if the right word is sullied, but it's just, geez, man. One heartbreaking thing after another. Yeah, I mean, this uh, hostage story is just, Mm -hmm. I can't even wrap my head around that one. I mean, nor could we wrap our heads around the the Pulse massacre either. That's still hard to accept. Right. So, anyway. Other than that. (laughs) How was the play, Mrs. Lincoln? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, uh, I believe a police officer was shot and wounded in Eustis earlier today. Right outside of an auto parts store. So, uh, shot in the leg. Yep. We don't have all the information on that. Suspect has been taken into custody. So let's stop doing this, people. Let's just stop doing this. Not cool, bro. It's not. You know, you shoot a police officer, it's not going to end well for you. It's just not going to. That's just, uh, you know, sorry. Or shoot anybody, it shouldn't end well for you. A second guy was shot up there as well. I mean, it's one man was shot, a police officer injured at the uh, auto place, auto parts place in uh, Eustis. Eight. The second guy, they said his condition is unknown. Really? Mm-hmm. Whoops. Auto parts store. Mm-hmm. Yep. What could be so agitated? Those people don't have a sense of humor, by the way. Who? Auto parts people? Yeah, I've been oh. doing a bunch of them. I've been getting yeah, four or five of them. So now we're yeah. attacking the workers. No, I'm just, I'm no, not no, attacking no. them. I just said they don't have a sense of humor. They're, they're no nonsense car people. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Half the Am time. I right? Have you ever yeah. gone in there and you go, uh, uh, Except once, I uh, lately I went in there. Guy was real nice, very friendly. Uh, to you. Yeah, just had a sure. you know just a nice demeanor. But for the most part, they're like. Eh. By the way, I drove by uh, because I was heading for the <laughs> pay up. Oh boy! <laughs> oh, oh no, buddy! I did that odometer thing today. I did mine last night. Yeah, well, you're driving that old piece of you know what. Hey, hey, no, hey, my listen. odometer works fine, and yeah, my car odom- runs great. Yeah, well, I got one. I can. It's at zero. Yeah, but when do you hit it? So, uh, resetting what the bet was. Soon as I come down, mm-hmm. and soon as I'm on, soon as I'm on flat ground, leading to seventeen uh, to to merge onto seventeen ninety two. Uh huh. Oh yeah, you I got did it. it. Yeah. What'd you get? How far away it is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, how far away. 
Um, wait, you both say it at the same time. <laughs> wait, wait, no. Um, it didn't click over a tenth of a mile. Not even a tenth. Mine doesn't click. It's digital, baby. I'm going digital. <laughs> You're going old school. No, mine's digital, too. Wait, is it? I don't, I don't know. What year is your car? I don't remember. I'll my, give you another <laughs> shot. <at it>. <laughs> <laughs> my car's 13 years old. I'm sure it's still digital. Put it this way. I hit the tripometer when I came down. Like, I came down the ramp on the 1792. So did your level. Mm. So did your level. I hit that. You don't have to be straight. You just have to be. By the time I took my thumb ah. off of it, yeah. I was passing the Sunoco station. Okay, whatever. So the, the bet call we had. A push? I'll say, yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. Because right, I don't push. think we'll ever get a true measurement. So I'm heading out to, because God only knows why I wanted to go to the uh, flea market in Pine Hills. Oof. Oh, cool. Who well, are some, you? Magic Mall. Well, somebody <laughs> told me, said they sometimes you can find some great tools out there. So I said, all right, I'm going to go out there. But I, fa- I you know, I went, you know, what I drove past, talking about lacking a sense of humor. Wait, oh, on the way to Pine Hills? On yes. The, oof. On Highway 50. Uh-huh. Right near the fairgrounds. Really? Uh, What's oh, out there? Gee. A lot of car uh, dealerships. Car dealerships. A lot yeah. of car dealerships, but also, what do you pull behind a car sometimes? A boat. Boat dealership. Oh, you bought oh, a boat? No, that no. trailer guy. Yeah, like oh, yeah. Tom Trailers or somebody's trailers. Terry's trailers. No, Bob's trailers or something. What was it? Now I can't Gerald's remember the name. Trailers. No, it's it's a name of a guy. Yeah, it is. Yeah. They've expanded. <laughs> guy named Trailers. Trail- you talk about Trace guys. Trailers. God, what is it? Yeah. Very famous. He's been there forever. Oh, man. I used to go there all the time yeah. when I had a boat. Uh-huh. Because, you know, you're wiring on your boat trailers. Not you know, Tom I, trailer. It's, the Tom? No. What is it? Somebody text me. But anyway. Yeah. I've been there in a long time. But I passed it. I said, oh, my God. You always said they were expanded. sour over there. David's no, they weren't sour. David's trailer. There it is. They weren't sour. They weren't like, mm. What do you want? Well, what were no, they, they No, they were just like, mm, fl- kind of flatlining. Oh, I see. The, 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 the best. The, I mean, they're the really very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They got the stuff. They got the service. They got the whatever, whatever you need. They're going to take care of it. But, man, they're not. They're not chatty? No. Uh-oh. Now, I haven't been in there lately. Uh-huh. Businessmen. Well, they just are. They're no nonsense in yeah, there. Yeah, it's like, you know, look, we don't have time for jokes here. You know, what do you what do you well, need? Did you go in there joking about trailers? I don't joke with anybody. All but, right, you no, know, well, I try to get the demeanor of the place, you know, the lay of the land. Listen, and every time I ever went in there, and I used to go in there all the time because, you know, you need the grease for the ball bearings, you know, or you need a trailer, trailer light ball or this hitch or, or something. Trailer yeah. ball hitch. You can find those anywhere now. Probably find them in a convenience store. True. And uh, so I'd go in there, just like, ooh. <laughs> Even with regulars, the guys that were, seemed to be in there all the time. Yes. Like, mm. But they knew their stuff. I'm not taking it away from, uh, you know, hmm. you need something done with a trailer. They know what's what. They know what's what. It's David's trailer. It's David's trailer. David. Highway 50. Name. In between Pine Hills Road and Mercy Truck. Mm. No sense of humor. So did you go to the flea market? or No. Oh. Because what? I approached. Uh-oh. And I had no cash in my pocket. There is not a bank. Bank. There is. You cannot find a bank in between 441 and Pine Hills Road. Really? We used to work in a bank building. Not the bank anymore. At Ferguson and Ferguson. So anyway, so I said, you know, so I didn't know if there was, you had to pay for parking or anything like that, but I'm approaching, right, the fairgrounds. Mm-hmm. And I looked to the right, and there's the flea market. And uh, he's got, I'm not going in there. What? You got scared? What's I going just, on? It was just, 
It was a lot of it was hubbub. Just, eh, well, it was hot and it was late, and, and I'm not going in there. Were you afraid of parking? You didn't no, there's plenty about parking. of parking. Oh, I see. Get the whole fairgrounds to park. No, it was like, yeah, I don't want to go in there. What? You thought it was a shady group? I don't know what it was. Well, what were you worried about then? Why I wouldn't don't you know. go in? It, was just, it just had an air about it. Well, so somebody else got the tools. It should have been yours. Maybe. Mm. Oh, he doesn't need anything. Oh. Says you. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I need an impact wrench. Yeah. What you are you going to do that? with that? Yeah, take some lug nuts off. Oh. What do you think about that? Yeah, you think oh. of that smart guy? <laughs> smart wrench guy? <laughs> oh, that's an electric one. Pneumatic. It's pneumatic, all- baby. Oh, it's pneumatic. Yeah. Got to have an air compressor. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Which I assume you do. Got two of them. I know. Sounds it. like a lot of stuff. Found them at a flea market. It's the Phillips <laughs> File on Real Radio 104.1. And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong. It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody. We're all going to get late. It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right. You've got that right. The game is closest to the pin. Let's go while we're young. And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips. Time for another win, I think. Uh, we'll hope so. I'm playing against Nathan Cliff is the backup. Mr. Pinkman, what's the prize? Oh, buddy, it's a pair of tickets to Simple Minds Walk Between Worlds Tour on Sunday, what? November 11th at Hard Rock Live. Can you believe that? That's cool. Tickets are on sale now. You can visit realradio.fm keyword tickets for more info. Sincerely yours, Breakfast Club. <laughs> Very good, Mr. Pinkman. <laughs> Let's get Nathan on board for his shot at the game. Hello, Nathan. Hey, afternoon. Ready to um, play? I'm ready. Um, the category is submitted by Brad, co-producer for All Gaming. It's called My Name is Earl. What do you think about that? I'm excited. Excellent. <laughs> Random links to Earls. Are you ready to go, Nathan? Bring it. Here we go oh. in three, two. I love your I love your energy. Hang in there. Here or we go. Lack of it. No, he's perfect. He's on point. Yeah, he's I like focused. It. Laser focused. Same. Here we go in three, two, one. The premise for My Name is Earl, about atonement and sweet redemption. How many episodes for the TV show? 168. A Chinese tea master blended the first Earl Grey tea as a gift for Charles Grey, the second Earl of Grey, and future Prime Minister of the UK. In what year did he last serve as Prime Minister? 1832. Gene Chandler's Duke of Earl was a number one hit song. In what year was it released? 1954. John Montague, the fourth Earl of Sandwich, was fond of gambling, so during a marathon game, he ordered a meal that would keep a hand free, and the sandwich was born. What year was that? 1688. Hall of Famer Earl the Pearl Monroe was inducted into the NBA Hall of Fame in 1990. How old is he now? 77. Time. Great job, Nathan. Oh, jeez. Going to put you on hold. Going to bring Jim back in. Thanks, Brad. Put down Nathan's time. Thank you very much. Earl the Pearl Monroe. Oh, yeah. I've actually heard of that name. Yeah, my sister was in a television commercial with him nice. back in like the late 70s, I think. Cool. Yeah. Travis, you're a year too late. That's Levi's Buttonfly 501 jeans. That was my best guess. 
<laughs> Hello, Jim. Hello. Welcome back. Hello. Category for you submitted by Brad, co-producer for all gaming. It's called My Name is Earl. All right. Got it? No. What do you mean? I mean, I know the name. I have no idea what it means. Well, it came up recently in some games we were playing, oh, the, yeah. the, the television show and stuff. So yeah. Brad sent in the category, My Name is Earl. Okie doke. Ready to go? Oh, yeah. Resetting the clock for you, and we'll begin in three, two, one. The premise for My Name is Earl, about atonement and sweet redemption, how many episodes for the TV show? Mm, 80. A Chinese tea master blended the first Earl Grey tea as a gift yeah. for Charles Grey, the second Earl of Grey and future Prime Minister of the UK. Oh, yeah. In what year did he last serve as Prime Minister? 1730. Gene Chandler's Duke of Earl was a number one hit song. Mm -hmm. In what year was it released? 1957. John Montague, the fourth Earl of Sandwich, oh, yeah. was fond of gambling. So, during a marathon game, he ordered a meal that would keep a hand free. Oh, yeah. And the sandwich was born. What year was that? That's 1725. Hall of Famer Earl the Pearl Monroe was inducted into the NBA Hall of Fame in 1990. Mm -hmm. How old is he now? He would be 76. What? Oh, boy. What's Jim, I have I'm your nervous. time. However, uh, okay. I'm adding five seconds to your time. All right. Ooh. Oh, you should add more. Okay. Okay, Pinkman says I should add more. Mm -hmm. So I'm adding plus more. <laughs> Ooh. I don't think it adds nice. It, How much is a more? It, it's, now it looks like an algebraic equation. Uh-oh. Solve you, for X. A lot of variables. Solve for M-O-R-E. All right, Jim. Your category, <laughs> my name is Earl. Mm -hmm. Reference to the TV show, at least... That's where we begin. Good show for a while. It was. We watched it. I remember the first season. Then he kind of gave up. Right. You know, Jamie mm -hmm. Presley was kind of nice to watch. Mm -hmm. How you doing? How you doing? Uh, it actually won four Golden Globes over its fourth season run. How uh -oh. many episodes for the show? Nathan said. 168. Jim. 80. 96. Jim is closer. Jim gets that point. Earl Grey Tea. So the Chinese tea master... Made it for the second Earl of Grey, who would become Prime Minister of the, uh, the UK. And his last year as Prime Minister was when? Nathan said. 1832. Jim. 1730. Off by two years. 1834. Oh, my God. Nathan. Jeez. It's all tied up, Jim. Yikes. My game, one to one. This guy's good. Oh, he was Jeez. spot on. You're close on a lot of these, too. 2002 inductee into the Grammy Hall of Fame. Duke, Duke, Duke. Duke of Earl. Duke of Earl. Please stop. What year for Gene Chandler's hit? Nathan said. 54. Jim. 57. 1962. What? I, that's kind of late. I thought it was in the 50s. Uh, Sounds 50s-ish. Hey, Pinkman, check yeah. that. Would you? Duke of Earl, yeah. Gene Chandler. End of the doo-wop era. Mm -hmm. Duke yeah, so uh, 1962, Jim gets that point. Okie dokie. For now, as Pinkman confirms, mm -hmm. Duke of Earl came out in what year? Two to one, two to go. Right there, Pink. 1960, what, what was the two. answer? Yep, that's when it was released, yes. How about sir. that? So, John Montague, he's the fourth Earl of Sandwich, right? Yeah. Yes. Like to gamble. Yes. Wanted to keep a hand free, one hand for the gambling, the other hand for the eating. Mm -hmm. The sandwich was born. But in what year was that? Ooh. Nathan said. 1688. That's a good guess. Jim. 1725. 1762, Jim oh, gets the point. Mo? Three to one. Oh, boy. Hall of Famer. Bring it on. Earl the Pearl Monroe. 
inducted in the NBA yeah. Hall of Fame. That happened back in 1990. Tie it up. I got you on time, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah How yeah, old yeah, is yeah, Earl the yeah. Pearl? Mm. Nathan said. <laughs> 77, and Jim won <gasps> under him at guess. 76. The answer 73. Jim oh. gets the points. Jim oh, wins the game. I'm sorry. You know, you're not Nathan, really sorry. So I, I am just, no, really uh, you know. No, I'm not. I am the greatest. <laughs> I will win, but I can't lose. I win. Is there no one on this planet to even challenge me? Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and closest to the pin. That win-loss record, what is it now? 61-23. Not too bad. Huh? Only 23 losses since the beginning Pretty of the impressive, year. Pretty impressive, By the way, go to realradio.fm. Check out the GoFundMe accounts. A couple of them set up, certainly. For uh, Officer uh, Valencia, is that his name? This uh, yes. OPD officer, now in a coma, by the way, uh, after being shot in the head by, in this awful, tragic hostage-taking uh, taking episode that we had here in Orlando, where four children were shot to death by the hostage-taker before he took his own life. Uh, two GoFundMe accounts, one to help out the family of Officer Valencia, another to help with the funeral expenses of these uh, four children. It's just a terrible, terrible. The uh, wife of the officer went before the media today. It's just heartbreaking to watch. I think the mother of the four kids did, too. It was just, it'll rip your heart out and And, stomp uh, on it. Tally Hall, who used to be the goalkeeper for the uh, Orlando City, who is now an Orlando police officer, was at that press conference as well, speaking to the media, sat next to the uh, chief of police. Wow. For OPD and said some very nice and kind words. They were in the same squad or something, right? In the same squad. Yeah. And um, mm-hmm. Tally Hall, Talon Hall, mm-hmm. who I think has just been certified. I mean, I think he got just through Maybe his a year ago probation or yeah. uh, um, period. But you know, it's just I mean, the whole the whole damn thing is just heartbreaking. Yeah. And to and. You know, not to be gratuitous, but I mean, to, to, to watch her, this woman who is in, who is just absolutely grief stricken, the wife of the police officer. I mean, just uh, no one can can imagine what she's going through right now, and she still had the courage to get there. And you know, she said words about the you know the families of these children whose lives were taken as well. It's just yeah, ugh. and this all, of course, going in at the same time as this community goes through the second anniversary of the Pulse. Tragedy as well. Jeez, just take our hearts out and stomp on them. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check of the news. Then we'll talk with Scott Maxwell. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. People in Massachusetts are trying to break the world record for largest paper airplane by building a 64-foot paper airplane. Era, if we pull this off, Era Ma Wahlberg will have lobster with us on ear. Next. A New Hampshire distillery is now making bourbon with beaver secretion. Beaver bourbon. For those that give a damn. <laughs> you can have that if you contact me at bigdaddy at bigdaddymarketing.gov. Finally, some researchers in Virginia caught themselves a four-foot-long shark, but before they could reel it in, a 12-foot shark came out of nowhere and ate it. Sometimes the shark go away, sometimes he wouldn't go away, sometimes that shark he looks right into you, right into your eyes. Yeah, know the thing about a shark, he's got lifeless eyes, Black eyes, like a doll's eyes. <laughs> Headlines were brought to you by the free iHeartRadio app. Alexa, play Real Radio 104.1 on iHeartRadio. And transmission. Coming up next on this Wednesday edition of The Phillips File, a conversation with Scott Maxwell. From- 
Lately, Scott Maxwell writes the Taking Names column for the Orlando Sentinel every Wednesday at this time. We talk with Mr. Maxwell, things about his things that he's writing about, things that I'm thinking about, etc., etc., etc. Please welcome Mr. Maxwell, Scott Maxwell, back to the program. You know, <clears throat> I was thinking about this just a few minutes ago. Yes, sir. Uh, and I'm pissed off enough in my life without waking up and reading your columns to get even oh, more pissed on. off. Now, what are you saying? Well, if you read his column today. You know, like you know, many times, not all the time, but some, you know, many times I wake up in a sour mood, and then I uh-huh. open up the paper and I read your column, and I just really get more pissed off mm. about what's going on. And today's column is a perfect case in point. If you'll explain to the audience who have who have not read it, first of all, it sounds like Catherine's a lucky woman. She's very lucky. You, you waking up all pissed off uh, just right out of the gate. That's why she's in the <laughs> West Wing, and I'm in the East Wing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this one's uh, just kind of nuts. And uh, what it ba- the, the short version is that there is a law in the state of Florida, and other states have had something like this, but most have gotten rid of at least some aspects of it, that basically says if any city or county or government agency of any kind gets involved in a lawsuit or a legal claim with somebody, that the legislature has to ultimately approve it, the settlement that gets paid out. Now, in the abstract, that may sound, your listeners may be thinking, so what? What does that mean? Why would I care? Well, what that means is that when someone gets hit, for instance, like the guy at the top of my column, when he's walking at a crosswalk in Palm Beach, right where he's supposed to, and a school bus just plows into him, virtually ending life as he knows it, uh, he ends up going to the nursing home for the rest of the life, he's partially paralyzed, the school district does the right thing. They didn't even have to go through a, a big uh, trial uh, and, and verdict. They said, you know what, the school driver, he, bus driver, he obviously didn't mean to do it, but he messed up big time. Here's a settlement, $2 million for you to pay for the rest of your care that you're going to need for the rest of your life. Right. That should be the end of the story. But in Florida, uh, the way it works is legislators have to approve it. And the reality of the way they prove it is if you don't hire the right lobbyist, it never gets on their radar. And uh, one of the stories I mentioned is what they found out when the Associated Press uh, dove into this is that virtually half of every dollar approved came from a claim that had been lobbied by the brother of the Speaker of the House. That's who's getting approved. Now, this guy down in Palm Beach, it happens in 2008 or nine. the accident. He gets right. the settlement in 2009 is when they approve it. And he says, okay, I'm ready for my money. They don't approve it. 2010 doesn't approve it. 11, 12, 2013 comes. His doctor says, I got to tell you, this guy just needed his money four years ago. His life is probably going to end soon if you all don't approve uh, the, the money that he's entitled to, that the, the district that hit him has already said deserves to get it. He must not have hired the right lobbyist. They didn't do anything. The guy dies. After the guy dies, partially his doctor and family says because he didn't get the care he needed, a front page story on the Palm Beach Post saying man dies waiting for claim. Two weeks after that, they approve it. This is essentially what sovereign immunity and you can't you can't file a suit. Can you? I don't think you can against the state saying, hey, you really screwed up here. You know, you should have paid the two million dollars. You didn't pay it until you, you know, 
And uh, you, you know, they say, well, you know, go pound sand. We don't have to do a damn thing. And especially, you know, I heard John Morgan the other day. And I, you know, we all have to a certain degree a love-hate relationship with John Morgan. But I heard him being, being interviewed. And he essentially, essentially, when he was talking about somebody questioned him about, questioned him about politicians and a paraphrase, John Morgan essentially said, they're all a bunch of rat bastards, every damn single one of them. And uh, you read stories like this in your column, and you go, "There's, you know, where did they, where did they, I don't understand this? I really, do they get, I do, and, and where I do don't they get off." And I'll tell you, I had this one closer to the end, but the other example that I got to tell you, the one that just uh, really steamed my clams was there was another one out of Volusia County where right. a lifeguard ran over a woman's face, paralyzed her face. I mean, she's a sunbather. Uh, obviously, she she had not done anything wrong. And uh, once again, Volusia County did the wrong, the right thing. They said, "You know what? This is a." Uh, we're not going to make a jury order do this. Uh, they agreed on a settlement of about, I think it was $1.9 million. That should have been the end, except in this case, a lobbyist for the county's insurance, meaning the insurer didn't want to cut the check that they were owed, went and lobbied the legislators and said, hey, basically, if you guys don't approve this, we're not going to have to pay it out to this lady. Oh, and no. damn if they didn't do it. They, they, that one did not get approved either. Yeah, I think no. when the local jurisdictions have any uh, agree to pay out any amount over two hundred thousand dollars, the legislature has to approve it. Does it not? I That's mean, the, the you know, the, let's say a school board, county commission, whomever says, "All right, our fault." You know, we don't need to. Let's just pay out, take care of this three million dollars. It's over two hundred thousand, so it has to go to the legislature, and the legislature either votes it up or down. And it appears that uh, you know they use their political connections because their brother is a lawyer, and uh, before you know it, they deny, 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 deny. So first of all, you have to get a sponsor uh, to in the legislature to say, hey, this person who got run over, this child that got molested while in foster care, right. this father that was killed in a public hospital when a surgeon you know, pulled out the wrong organ, whatever the, whatever the case may be. First of all, uh, a legislator has to sponsor this. And there were quotes in the Associated Press story that said, I have never sponsored a claim bill, nor have I ever heard anybody sponsor a claim bill that wasn't first brought to me by a lobbyist. So what that means is that after you've had whatever this problem is, after you've been struck by a freaking school bus or had your face run over by an Ford F-150, um, you are victimized again because the state system says, well, you know what, these, these people aren't going to do the right thing unless you hire, hire a lobbyist. And not for nothing, the speaker's brother, uh, Corcoran over there in his firm in Tampa, he's got a pretty good track record, so maybe you should go hide, uh, hire him. And yeah, you're going to have to give him a cut, but you got a better chance of getting the money. The money that, by the way, a jury may have already awarded you. Right. <laughs> so so they, they shouldn't have anything to do with these, uh, with these local things. But I think they like the power. They like the power. They like the uh, attention they get. And it's also similar. Uh, I, I, did, I ran out of room in my column today with, with wrongful convictions. Florida has a formula that says if you have been wrongfully convicted, if the science proved you were behind bars for the wrong reasons, you guys have talked to one of these guys, Bill Dillon. Right. Uh, he was uh, behind bars for something like 20 years when science just conclusively said he didn't. He was not there for the right reason. There's supposed to be a formula that says you get fifty thousand dollars for every year you had taken from mm-hmm. you, which, in my estimations, a pretty uh, fair as at a minimal. I wouldn't trade my life. 
uh, in prison for fifty thousand dollars a year. Um, but but there's a formula. But even though we have that formula, the legislature has to approve it, which makes no sense. So like they did with Bill Dillon, he gets free. He goes, oh my God, I can start my life over. They don't approve it the first year. They don't approve it the second year. Finally, the media starts writing about it and says, what the hell is wrong with you people? Then they do it, and then they stage a big press conference. Look at Senator so-and-so from the panhandle who helped Bill Dillon. I think they like the attention. I think they like the groveling. I think they like the culture of lobbyists. The only thing that does not get attention is basic justice. Right. Let me move on to uh, two, I believe at least two now uh, candidates who are running for the uh, Democratic Party's nomination to run for governor are now calling for the legalization of marijuana. Is it just headline attention grabbing? Is it, uh, you know, a certain place to place to a certain demo? Uh, what's you think that plays think so. well or not? Why even uh, why even no. go there? Uh, well, I mean, I, like I mean, I like the idea. I don't have a problem with that. But is it necessary, politically speaking, to go there? I don't think it. No, I don't think it's necessary. I got to tell you, uh, for the most part, I think they're trying to distinguish themselves from one another. Yeah. And I, yeah, you are. I, I have to admit, you're throwing me a curveball. I'm trying to remember which two. If I had to guess, Levine and. and uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Is it Graham? No, it's not. No, it's not Graham. Be. No, it's not her. It's Levine, and I can't remember the other one. Andrew Probably Gillum. Gillum. Andrew yeah. Gillum, Gillum from Tallahassee. Yeah. I, I would guess. So. I mean, they're trying to distinguish themselves, uh, and I think that's not a bad issue to do it. I don't think legalizing marijuana is going to lose you many votes, and it might help you snag libertarian votes. Mm-hmm. Uh, though that's not going to help you until you get past the primary. So I think for the most part, they're doing whatever they can to distinguish themselves the same way Chris King was the first one out to say, I'm calling for the end of the death penalty and nobody else uh, said that. So I, no, I don't think you have to, I think most of them are doing it. I would imagine because that's what they actually believe I don't and also you, because they want to make John Morgan happy. Yeah. I, I don't even know how to pose the question. I don't even know if it's a question. Maybe it's just uh, mm-hmm. to ask you about an observation. You know, we just had the second anniversary of the pulse tragedy and we have this awful hostage murder thing going on a couple of days ago i mean it's just i i mean i i have no question maybe it's just your observation i mean it just seems that this uh you know when we try to recover from something that happened two years ago we have another thing where our hearts are just ripped out from us and stomped around uh i don't i don't get it i understand it i don't know the reason for these things i uh i don't know what your reaction it i don't even know what kind of reaction you can have well, there's something bizarre about the first week in June uh, for this community, uh, because as you know, two years ago, Christina Grimmy was killed in right, the plaza. Right. A couple of days later, we had the Pulse Massacre. Uh, people keep forgetting that one year ago, uh, about the time of the anniversary of Pulse, the first time, we had the Fiamma uh, workplace uh, mass shooting, where a guy came in and mowed down, was at five of his coworkers. That's right, forgot uh, that about was the, it. The, right, that was the exact uh, same week, and uh, then this year, while we're trying to commemorate Pulse, we have four children uh, killed in, in something that would be, you know, massive headlines in and of its own right. I I, I, I don't know how many comparisons I can draw, particularly with the most recent one. I, I think we generally get numb to it. I think I've talked to you before about how my children are numb to it, uh, things that I thought would shake their souls. Yeah. 
does not. And I find that disturbing that uh, we used to, I mean, when this all started, when polls started, when there was first a, a Columbine or whatever it was, we'd get around and Cindy and I would talk about how we're going to have to have this at dinner table and this is going to be tonight's discussion. And eh, we don't even do it anymore because when we try to talk, they, they're they numb to it. So, yeah, we've, we've, we've reached that point. I don't know what to do about that, about this domestic violence one, I think there's going to be some questions, and I got some questions. Uh, this guy had a long track record right. of uh, domestic violence things, and one of the stories in our first piece that Jeff Weiner uh, m- mentioned talked about when he had had something with uh, threatening his partner or wife, whatever she was, with a knife, and this was like his multiple, he'd done it multiple times before prosecutors decided not to pursue charges. Uh, Hmm. we need to find out what happened, uh, and the easy answer is going to be she decided she didn't want to testify because that's a sad age-old story in DV cases, but but that's not a good enough reason. Uh, So I I, I still got questions about that one. I just wonder sometimes, you know, when I first came to town, you know, when dirt was two days old. (laughs) Yeah, and this, I mean, and I'm not exaggerating either. When I was in the news business back in the early 70s in this town, I mean, if there was, and not a robbery, but an attempted robbery, at a convenience store, everybody would respond to that's That was big news in this town. I mean, I don't know. Well, we're really growing up now. I don't know, you know, looking back, whether I want to be so grown up now. It just seems everywhere you turn in this community, and I'm not blaming anybody. I can't point my finger and say, well, it's your fault, this fault, that fault. But boy, oh boy, it just it's uh, it's heartbreaking sometimes, the things that we have to face in this and town anymore. Normal. Maybe it's, it's nationwide. America, we have more of it than... Uh, there, there are not many communities. A mass shooting is defined by the uh, FBI as I think three or more people. Right. Uh, and and we had with Fiamma, we had two within a year. Uh, there are not many of those communities that have that. So I'd say it's not normal for America, and it's not normal uh, for humanity. Uh, and and I, I don't know that there's causal, you know, communal uh, links to all these things, but I I do know that we're getting number to it. Yeah, I, I I agree with you. I, I don't know if there. I don't believe in in causal links. I, ju- I just don't buy into it. Otherwise, we'd all be bank robbers because we watched you know we watched a bank robbery movie. I just I just don't buy into it. I think the underlying predicate or the predicate is guns. I don't think we're any different than other advanced cultures or civilizations, uh, whether they be in Europe or someplace else. But they do not have access to firearms. Now, ask me what the solution to that is. I can't tell you. I, I just don't know. I mean, they're watching violent video games, let's say, and I'm not saying violent video games lead to this kind of behavior, but they're watching violent video games to the same degree in Great Britain and in Germany as we do in the United States. They just don't have, you know, or or they're just as violent in Germany and Great Britain as we are here in the United States. They just don't have access to firearms like we do here. There's absolutely, I, I, I absolutely agree. There's part to a gun culture, not just the number of them, but the kinds of weapons uh, yeah. that we have. I mean, there aren't many countries that think uh, high-capacity magazines are something that every uh, Tom, Dick, and Harry should have. In most places, that's uh, something that is reserved for the military. That is what those weapons were designed for. They were not designed for skeet shooting. They weren't designed for hunting. They were designed for killing as many human beings as possible in the shortest amount of time. So, there's something to be said for that, but then you look at something like this with this uh, with the guy and his kids. I don't know that I can blame it on culture. On no, that. I, no, I don't think it. No, it's just it's. But you know, he got his weapons. 
you know, there, there, there is the question, somebody who's been accused of so much domestic violence, I think he was uh, found uh, adjudicated guilty in an arson case, somewhere along the line, you know, sir, uh, you're a convicted felon, we need to make sure that you don't have any weapons, I mean, you've abused women or this, I don't, I don't know where to go from there, so I'll leave it, what's in the next column? Uh, well, let's see. Tomorrow, I am. Uh, I've got a little goal for all of us uh, in Florida. My goal is for us to run each over. Excuse me, run each other over a lot less often this okay, year. Okay, that's that's good. I like that. We have to set the bar low, you know, <laughs> so we can stumble over it drunk. And uh, but as you may know, we've been like led America on pedestrian fatalities, either one or two for the last four or five years. So mm-hmm. I, I went to one of the crackdowns today. But but this is a problem that that is largely stoppable yeah. uh, if if we pay a little more attention. And a lot of people think it's tourists, uh, but it's not tourists. Uh, most of these things are happening all over. So uh, look. Let's try to be a little more right. careful. Good enough. Thank you very much. I know we, we won't be talking to you next week, so we'll give you a little bit of a reprieve, and we'll talk to you two weeks from now. I'm going to come back raging for fire. You got it. Thank you, Scott. Right. Scott Maxwell, he writes the Taking Names column for the Orlando Sentinel. Shot Doctor's coming in for casting call. We've got Five Minute Professor upcoming, PPT, all that good stuff. We're going to squeeze in one hour on Real Radio 104.1. Someday, Alexa will do everything. <laughs> <sighs> Alexa, can you unclog the toilet? Yeah, I'm kind of busy right now. But until then, just tell her to play Real Radio 104.1 on iHeartRadio. Playing Real Radio 104.1 on iHeartRadio. Shot Doctor's here, as he uh, normally is on Wednesdays at this time for the past several years, as a matter of fact, for Shot Doctor casting call. Hello, Shot. It's been about five years since I've been on the show. It has been five years. Why has it has? Oh, no. I, I wouldn't know, challenge him on some of this stuff. He knows his numbers. This yeah, yeah, he does. Five years you've been appearing on this program every Wednesday for five years? That would be it's got to be at least since 2013. Yeah, we went through two Emmy, two Jimmy Awards, and then two years of saying, uh, we'll do it next year. Shot Doctor is from our sister station <laughs> down the hall. That station is? That's the um, FM 96.9 The Game Orlando Sports Leader, where tonight we'll have live coverage Orlando City against Montreal. Oh, that's right. They have to break their losing streak. 7 o'clock tonight. Yeah. Let's get this done. They're going to oh, turn geez. it around tonight yeah. in Canada. Okay. Got that right. Oh, oh yeah. All righty. Okay. You know, Jim, many times in soccer, games are – all referees are a little bit different. Like, umpires are different in baseball. Tonight's referee mm-hmm. in this game is Armando Villarreal, who is known in the MLS as, as a guy that likes to let the teams play. Oh, that's good. So you're going to see – you may see you may see some calls that usually that usually call that 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 go. He'll let the teams play. Armando Villarreal. What do you think about uh, North America getting the FIFA World Cup in twenty twenty six? Twenty twenty six. This is a big deal. I know it's a long time away, but this is a big big deal. This is the most watched team sports on the planet. Mm. People won't get excited till twenty twenty five. Well, I don't know. <laughs> so it's we have a little time to get all worked up. 
Still well, big news. It's still big sports news. We have to form our presentation to get some of these games here. Yeah. Are you are putting your money on to win the World Cup? That gets underway, what, tomorrow or Friday? Mm-hmm. What team is Cristiano Ronaldo on? Uh, Portugal, if he's playing. I am. Bo- I will take that team then. No, it's Germany. Put your money on Germany. Why? Because they're better. No, 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 no. Iceland. <laughs> they always are strong. Are they? Iceland. They yeah, play they, soccer in Iceland. They, sure they and they, it's always they, snowing. That's why they, they're tough. And they qualify. Yeah. They're in. They're Vikings. They're the team this year. That's a Cinderella team. Mm-hmm. All right, Iceland. Sean, here's uh, what we do every Wednesday. Uh, casting call. I take a movie, then a scene from the movie. Then we act it out in the air, try to figure out what it is. Then text us at Real Mobile 77031 today. It is Shot Doctor and Mo acting out this particular scene. Wow. I believe, well, I'll talk about this later. I don't want to say anything now because I don't want to give it away. Is everybody ready? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's been a while since uh, <laughs> I know. your last. I have to like, dust off my I know, but shots. I think your last appearance was Jimmy Worthy. Oh, I think it was yeah. so overwhelming that you said, hey, I got to take a break. She's like the Meryl Streep of casting call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This will be no exception. Everybody ready? Shot, are you ready? I live in a state you, of readiness. You had a wonderful performance last week. I might probably uh, Jimmy Worthy. Mm-hmm. Same with this one. Well, I wouldn't get ahead of yourself too much, all right? <laughs> I feel back-to-back Jimmy's. Okay. <clears throat> all right, here we go. Everybody uh, quiet on the set. I need absolute silence, and uh, the lighting is perfect. Cables are set aside. Security lights are on. Nobody's going to be allowed into the soundstage. Assistant director, please. Action. I believe you dropped something. What do you think you're doing? I think I'm taking a bath, aren't I? If we're not out of here in two minutes, I'm calling the police. Who do you think they'll arrest? The girl in the tub or the guy with his pants down? I am not joking now. I do not like to act rashly, but you are the last straw that breaks my camel's back. You are the plague. You! You bring havoc and cast everyone, but why to me? Why me? Why? Why? Because you look cute in your pajamas, Steve. Get out. Right now? Yes. No. Well, wait a minute. Uh, are you all right? I don't know. I think I've broken several major bones. Ooh, let me see. No, don't help me, please. Don't help me! Just tell me where it hurts. I hope it's not your ilium, the sacrum, the coccyx. I hope it's not your coccyx. I can't seem to breathe. Is it possible to break a lung? I think your necktie's too tight. Tight. Uh, cut. Oh, my God. It was a wonderful f- performance by both of you. I loved it. I Wait, thought it was terrific. I to tears. Was Shot's script written that way? I thought for sure he was mixing up words, but that was by design? He acted. What did you mean he by that? He acted. It was a wonderful performance. Did you hear the way I enunciated, Jack? The the pulsating I had. Was but this way, I the vibrations that I had. I, I don't even, even know. cut. It was so good. No. I have no idea what movie this is. That wasn't a fumfer in it. At the time, one of the funniest movies. Yeah. On uh-huh. the big screen. Oh, that, this means and I think it old. still holds up to a certain degree. Still 1942. Funny. No, 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 no. Fatal Attraction. <laughs> that was the worst. No. no. Godzilla? Mm-mm. Passion of the Christ. Sorry, that's not right. <laughs> Single white female. Mm-mm. Weekend of Bernie's 2. Oh, good one. Air Bud 8. Nope. Those are all the guesses we've had. Mm-mm. None of those are correct. You can... Seven seven zero three one. if you know what movie that was and mm-hmm. tell me. My God, was I good. That's two weeks in a row, Jim. I've been this good. You've been very good. I have to admit it to you. And Mo, you were outstanding. Oh, I mean, just sweet. Uh, very, very good. When the Jimmys are on the line, I rise to the occasion. Well, the Jimmys <laughs> are on the line every Wednesday. Every week they are now. 
I'm rising to the occasion. Well, I just want to add that because uh, last week and this week you've been very good because for the past six months you've been a real stinker. Hey, I don't hey, wanna, hey, well, hey. Listen. Have. It, was been, you know, it hasn't been your best performances. I think you've been a little bit off your game. I'm back. Not, mm-hmm. I think you are. Morgan yeah, says Soul Plane 5. No. no. The 64-year-old virgin. No. <laughs> oh. War of the Roses. No. Uh, Romancing the Stone. No. Mm-mm. And I think it might be. Now, this is a movie I've seen, but I'm getting a lot of guesses for What's Up, Doc. There What's Up, Doc, of course. With Ryan, o- uh, Ryan O'Neill and Barbara Streisand. I think the bathtub. It's a funny movie. I think I saw that in the movie theater. I think so. Yeah, me too. What? <laughs> Wait. You weren't even born what? yet. No. Says you. <laughs> you wasn't even born yet, that one. Pinkman, what year did it come out since you made that comment? Yeah, What's I, Up, Doc? Research. The year of our Lord, 1978. Yeah. Funny movie. You were totally good job. You were Ryan O'Neill. I am Ryan O'Neill to the max, and I was Barbara. You were seventy-two. Barbara Streisand in the bathtub. In the tub. What year? Seventy-two. Oh, I did not see that in the movie theater. No, I I was five. The funny movie though was a big hit. (laughs) Uh, What's on tap for dinner tonight? Oh, I love it. What's on TV? What are you watching on TV? And what's on seven o'clock? Yankee baseball against the Nationals. Okay. Okay. We'll have a turkey wrap Thank before you. that. We're going to have a side salad with Thousand Island dressing and an FM 96.9 The Game banana. U.S. Open tomorrow. What do you wait, think about Tiger? Wait, <laughs> wait is someone going to let that go? What an FM 96.9 banana? An FM 96.9 The Game banana. Yeah, they've that? got branded I, bananas. We, yeah, make we, own, we make our own bananas now. You don't grow your own bananas. <laughs> we do now. That's Orlando's ridiculous. banana leader. That's correct. <laughs> Shot, it, Shot has thrown his name into the ring to be our new promotions director. So he, no, came, up, he came up with these new... Uh, it, it's yeah. station Marketing bananas. Yes, yeah, that's good. Everybody likes bananas. You slap a sticker where the Chiquita sticker is, and boom, you're good to go. Yeah. You got to get rid of them quickly. Yeah, Not they get real, spots. It, I hate that. It depends when you buy them. It depends when you, it depends when, when you buy them. Yeah, they're good the for time. what, four days, five days? Most. Uh, most. Yeah. most. You got, if you plan them out, a banana is a perfect mm-hmm. snack, and they make the most sense. What channel is the Yankee game on? The Yes Network. Last night it was on Pix 11. I think it's on the Yes Network. Nah, I don't get that. Is it, it's a soccer game on TV? Gonna yes. watch the Lions? TV 27. Thank oh, you. Oh, there you go. You can, Shot, you could watch the entire Orlando City game and then switch to the Yankee game, which will probably be in the second inning. Wow, you make your banana They both stickers. begin at 7. Correct. Yeah, banana oh. smoothie's pretty damn good. Oh, oh yeah, Not bro. Not Huh? Not bad. I'll, I'll be ready. Oh, bananas are basically. A protein powder, a little bit of yogurt. It's good wow. for you. Bananas should be in every smoothie. No, that's nice. Uh, no, better yet, a, a frozen banana. Oh, I like frozen I mean, banana. What? That's true. Yeah, because then you don't, banana smoothies, yeah. good stuff. You don't have to add ice. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, thank you, Shot. Good job. <laughs> Excellent. I don't even know whether you need to. We're going to have you back. I don't I know whether there's nice a reason for that. I got some nice comments here uh, from uh, the lawyer to the file Yeah. Uh, for our say? performance. Um, Stephen Kramer, one from for life. Oh, that lawyer. Oh. Yeah, I was wondering. What uh, were you thinking? I don't know. Blah, blah, blah. What did he say? He said we should reprise our performance with the scene from the main event, also with Ryan O'Neill and Barbara Streisand. Now, oh, that's that not I get saw. too crazy. Yeah. All right, just saying. The Thank giant. you, Shot Doctor. Thank you very much, Shot Doctor. See you next Part Wednesday. of the Phillips File every Wednesday on Real Radio 104.1. It's time to rise above the fun jokes and hemorrhoid humor. Even if only for a few fleeting moments. And actually learn. Something. This is the five minute professor. Right, let's get this underway. Greetings and salutations, professor. 
And to you, Mr. Oh. and the file. Oh, you're Come talking on. on a tin can. What are you he sounded great when I was talking. Sound like Rudy Valley. Mm-hmm. Nobody Nothing knows what that means. Changed. I got it. For I am just a vagabond lover. With the four seasons. What do you? What, what phone do you have now? <laughs> was a ring up? This is like a Fisher Price phone. It's like what a party doing? line or something. Honest it's like a little house on the prairie. Pinkman said Rudy Valley in the four seasons. Oh no no. <laughs> oh god. I, I am on my cell phone at home. I am on my cell phone at home. Close. That's a fair depiction of me. I know. I tried. <laughs> it's awful. Whatever it's not you... too far from her impression of me, sir. Yeah, you might want. I don't know if it's your phone. You might want to get your adenoids checked. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, boy. Well, what do you got until this goes south? <laughs> All right. So, uh, Scott Pruitt. Scott Pruitt. Scott Pruitt. Scott Pruitt, anyone? Anyone? Yeah, EPA. Head of the EPA. Head of the EPA. And the uh, Stephen Colbert show really has it in for him and, and, and talking about his scandals. His $43,000 secured phone line, the yeah. first, cra- uh, first class travel, yeah, the security yeah. detail. <laughs> I think... The one that really... Uh, hold that thought, hold that thought, hold that th- uh, uh, thought, Scott. Pinkman cleared up His that line. Scott. I know, but oh. <laughs> top of mind. Mm. Let's I'm get this cleaned back. up. Yeah. It's Bill. Okay. Oh, jeez. Yeah. All right. <laughs> maybe he could try to hang up and call right back. Sometimes it's just... No, nah, we're going to work It's a crappy connection, maybe. We're going to no. see what's happening. Yeah. I hung up on him as requested. No. Nope. <laughs> Good job, Pinkman. Nobody now, said- find me some Rudy Valley in the Four Seasons music. <laughs> That we can listen to until he calls back. Sherry, baby. Oh, mm-hmm. what? Pretty valley. <laughs> was it in a megaphone? Is that why? Was it just the recording technology at the time? I think or he was used he, a megaphone. Like a megaphone I, I think he used a megaphone. He was that 1920s type. Yeah. To project. Professor, All right, Professor, you there back? He is. I'm back. Excellent. It sounds way better. I'm yeah. so confused. All right. So Scott Pruitt talking about Scott Pruitt, the the scandal which I find most strange mm-hmm. is that he used people that worked for him to try and find his wife a job as an operator of a Chick Fil A. That's against the law. Yeah, you, you, well, aside from everything else, she never got a job as an owner of a Chick Fil A. Right. What? Which is, it's all just weird, and it's weird that he keeps doing it. He thinks but he's entitled to something, that's what. He's a schnorr. Yeah, trying to get something for he's nothing. He's a mooch is what he is. Mm-hmm. Well, he's actually a little bit worse. He's someone who actively campaigned against the Environmental Protection Agency when he was the Attorney General for Oklahoma. Yeah, he's a bum. That's what he did. He sued the EPA Nine times. I think even maybe more than that. Yeah, he's uh, he's. It's called the Environmental Protection Agency. Not throw the not environment the, uh, in the pro- toilet. Uh, protect the coal company agency. Uh, semantics. Well, yeah. let's talk a little bit about the EPA. The EPA has fourteen thousand one hundred seventy-two full-time employees. More than half of them are engineers, scientists, and environmental protection specialists. The other almost half: legal, public affairs, financial, and information technology. Last year, the Trump administration proposed a cut of 31% mm-hmm. to the EPA's budget from $8.1 to $5.7 billion. That cut was not approved by Congress, but I don't know how they can make him spend the money. They don't believe in science. 
That's what's going Probably on with this true. administration. They don't. They just don't believe in science. They don't believe in science until they get true. sick. I don't think it's that they don't believe in science. I believe that they don't they believe think in science. That the government is not the people to control business. That business will just do the right thing, and that's dumber than not believing in science. Now, when you have the the head of the EPA who doesn't believe in the theory of evolution. And they don't or believe the science change. behind climate change. They don't believe in science. He said out loud he doesn't believe in climate change. That doesn't mean that he doesn't believe it. That means he said it out loud. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good point. I, I, I think this, the man is a professional liar. Mm. I mean, he really is. And he fits and in in this he administration. Has, he has gone to court to try and make arguments that are simply pro-business. Right. And this is definitely a case of the inmates running the asylum. I think it's part of the grand plan. I think uh, I think there's a higher power, What's the plan? and the higher power said, "Look, you know, we you know, the planet will survive. The planet adapts to everything. The biosphere survives, and it's just a new form of life that will take its place. Uh, we are responsible for our, our own demise. Maybe that's the grand plan if you believe in a higher power." Yeah, I got a little bored. I got bored with the dinosaurs that took them out, you know, got uh, rid of the, you know, we went through uh, five uh, extinctions. Now we're in the middle of the sixth. Hmm. If you want to go that route, why not? It, it is not, it's not an unreasonable thought process. I know. The EPA was formed <laughs> December 2nd, 1970. I'm trying to bring it back. Okay, you are. <laughs> You're doing a good job. Uh, December 2nd, 1970. You can... <clears throat> You can find out more information at epa.gov. Some of the things which the EPA has been really amazingly successful at. In 1992, the EPA launched the Energy Star Program. That's a voluntary program that fosters energy efficiency. And as of 2006, more than 40,000 Energy Star products were available, including major appliances. You see those stickers on all the refrigerators and the washers and the dryers. In 2006, about 12% of new housing in the United States was labeled with Energy Star, mm. and the EPA estimates that it saves about $14 billion a year in energy costs because of that program. Is he trying to take those stickers off of the refrigerators? He, he's trying to get the EPA mm. out of that business to oh. make it so that you can make your refrigerator be less efficient mm-hmm. if it's cheaper to make. Yeah, what do you think he wants with that lotion? By the way, yeah, he goes to about Ritz Carlton's and driving around with a security crew going to Ritz Carlton looking for a special brand of lotion. Come on, now. More important, important. It was a special brand of lotion that was on sale. (laughs) He is a real cheap ass bastard. He's a putz. He was saving money. All right, hold that thought. We'll get back to you. We got to clean up that line. It's the Five Minute Professor on Real Radio one hundred four point one. Check of the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. An old Taco Bell in Pennsylvania is becoming an Arby's after a new Taco Bell replaced an old Arby's. It's the circle of life and it moves the bowel. Next, Domino's branded potholes appear in Texas after the pizza company took to road repair. They filled them with asphalt but wouldn't it be hilarious if they used pizza to do it? Finally, there apparently aren't enough pampered cattle to produce luxury leather. Darn. Guess everyone will have to stick to standard peasant leather. Headlines were brought to you by the Phillips File Live blog. Go there to cast your votes for the best TV theme songs ever at realradio.fm. And transmission. Call now for person, place, or thing. 407-916-1041. 
Back to the five minute professor. We're talking about the Environmental Protection Agency and how much Scott Pruitt, the EPA chief, is a schnook. All right, professor, what else you got? All right, so here's where we're going. I, I want to talk about how good the EPA director used to be. The very first EPA director was William Doyle Ruckel's house. You ever hear that name? Yes, I know him personally. I don't know who that is. He was even. appointed by Richard Nixon. Moyer's first husband. No, he was appointed by Richard Nixon to two different positions. I want points. All right, points. Number one, he was appointed as the first head of the Environmental Protection Agency in 1970. Then he became the acting director of the FBI. And then he was deputy attorney general of the United States. When During the Saturday Night Massacre. During the Saturday Night Massacre, he was the guy, he was the second guy who resigned on that Saturday night. Oh, he was out. Rather than obey the order of Nixon to fire Archibald Cox. Mm-hmm. Anyone know the name of the person who did fire Archibald Cox? Yes, it was... Uh, John? It was, no, it was, it, no, it was the, it was the uh, Solicitor General... Who was up it for was it? Solicitor General. He was up he for. He was nominated General. to be on the Supreme Court. His nomination was rejected. What's his name? Correct. Bork. And he is given all the right Judge Bork. Bork. Absolutely yeah. correct. Come on. Slew of extra points for you on Thank that you. one. Outstanding job. Robert Bork. Robert Bork. Robert Bork is absolutely correct, and he was the Solicitor General. Ted Kennedy and... led the charge to reject mm-hmm. him. And that absolutely happened. Okay. I also think that William Ruckel's house may be the worst Republican ever. Why? Why? Because in addition to having morals and uh, resigning his position (laughs) instead of firing Archibald Cox, he also supported Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton in their elections. Uh, He's he's an older dude now. He's 85 years old. Are you ready for some questions? Yeah, sure. Let's get this underway. The Saturday Night Massacre, where Richardson and then Ruckel's house resigned, took place in what month? In 1973. Oh, Jim, that was October. That was October. Nicely done. Mm. A week after the Saturday Night Massacre, how many Americans, as a percentage, felt that Nixon should be impeached, according to an NBC poll? Uh, Jim, uh, 70%. Fewer. Uh, Moira, 48%. Fewer. Really? Uh, Jack. 30%. More than 30%. Ah, Fritz. Fritz. Mr. Fritz. 35. Yeah, 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 yeah. More than 35. Between oh, 35 and 48. Dang it. Um, I'm going to go ahead and split it at 40%. 44%. Oh, I knew it. Just close enough. Clint Eastwood used a 44 Magnum in Dirty Harry, first released in what year? Jack. Oh, Jim, work off of me. Which is it? Jim. Okay. Uh, Smith & Wesson 44 Magnum? No, the movie. When did... 44 Magnum, the movie. Oh, I thought you said the pistol. Was first released in 19... That was 1972. Before. What? All right, Jack, mm-hmm. 1970. After. Uh, my... 1970. 1971. That is absolutely nice. correct. Nicely done. The Montreal Canadiens won the, uh, won the Stanley Cup in May of 1971. What was the most recent year that the Canadians played in the NHL playoffs? 
What oh, year? It was the most recent year that the Canadians oh, yeah. played in the playoffs. That was 1992. Much more recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2012. Uh, more recently than 2012. Moira, 2015. More recently oh, than 2015. Someone say, it, it may be this year. <laughs> it, it might be this Fritz. year. Come I wasn't on, paying Fritz. attention. Come on, Fritz. Just say 2017. Fritz. Mr. Fritz. 2017. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely correct. There it is. Oh, uh, stupid Fritz. Uh. <laughs> this week in 2017, what artist had a number one song with That's What I Like? That's what I like. What year? Oh, Pinkman. Mr. Pinkman. Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars is absolutely oh, correct. Oh, yippee. Oh, Bruno yeah. Mars was born in what state capital Jack. city with a metro? Mr. Benjamin. Oh, boy. State capital city. Honolulu. Honolulu is absolutely Fire. correct. Fire. I was going to say, with a state metro, uh, capital city with a metro area that is home to 50% of the state's population, that is Honolulu. Mm -hmm. On Smart Asset List of Safest U.S. Cities, this was released in 2015, Honolulu wins second in the U.S., the second safest city in the U.S. The list cited how many violent crimes per 100,000 people in population. How many violent crimes per 100,000 people in the second Safest city in the U.S. Jim, work off me. Uh, 200. More than 200. Ooh. Oh. All right, Jack, 600. Fewer than 600. Moira, 400. Fewer than 400. Fritz. Mr. Fritz. 300, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fewer than 300. Oh. oh. oh damn, two was close. <laughs> um, I guess I'll go 250, 250. 230. It's close enough. Sorry, you didn't get it. Ah. Thanks. A clock face hey, we're in this can be together. divided into 360 degrees. Yes. A clock face, 360 degrees. At 2.30, what angle is the hour hand facing to? At 2.30, the hour hand is facing at what angle? 180. I'm looking for a, a, a 45, 30. No, like 10 o'clock, are you saying? What are you saying? Oh, the angle. No, I'm saying 2.30. Oh, it'll be 8 o'clock. Wait, at 2.30? Oh. What? The the hour hand. I want to punch you. The hour hand pointing at 2.30. <laughs> what pointing what degree? You um, made me laugh. So, that's not right. 365. <laughs> I'm trying to figure this out, and you made me laugh. North is zero. East is 90. So it's at uh, 34 degrees. Higher than 34. All right, I'll 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 go 60 degrees. Higher than 60. Oh, oh. Two oh I two see. 2 o'clock is 60. Okay. Um, Anything. 75. 75 is absolutely correct. Hey, Mo, there you go, Mo. Mo, bring it on. Yeah. Getting us out of it. Okay, good job, Mo. I didn't understand one I word of it. I was going to have a math question. I knew it was going to be terrible, but I thought I'd do it anyway. All right. In what month is the daily mean temperature in December? In December. In what month is the daily mean temperature in Washington, D.C.? 75 degrees. In what month is the daily mean temperature? That means you take the average temperature of every hour, you add it together and divide by 24. In what month is the average daily mean temperature 75? What Mr. month? The month of month? May. Later in the year than the month of May. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Later August. In the early in the month of the year, uh, early in the year than the month of August. June. June is absolutely correct. Nicely done. Yeah. No miss weather. Cleaver was portrayed on TV by Barbara Billingsley. Yeah. yeah. And later on film by Janine Turner. What year did Janine Turner play June Cleaver on film? 
Well, Jim, that was, uh, believe it or not, yeah, that was uh, that was 1989. After 1989. Jack, work off of me. Okay. 1999. Before. 19... Hey, there you go. Moira, 1995. After. Woo hoo hoo! Watch Fritz. Fritz. Mr. Fritz. 1996. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, seven. After. 1996. No, it's it gets pink. Wants to pick up a point. Uh, Thanks, Fritz. Wait, no, but Fritz work with me. He, he doesn't went, like me. If he went to 97, then he only has he one option one on option. either side, and he couldn't miss. Pinkman couldn't have missed. I'm going to go with 97, sir. 97 is absolutely correct. Woo-hoo! Oh, yeah. By the way, Janine Turner dated Troy Aikman and has a daughter with Jerry Jones Jr., the son of the Cowboys. Oh, wow. There was something weird at some point in time. She both dated Troy Aikman and had daughter with Jerry Jones. He's gone down the rabbit hole. We're going down the rabbit hole. In 1997. William Jefferson Clinton was president of the United States. And in 2013, Congress renamed the building, which is the headquarters of what almost cabinet-level agency for William Jefferson Clinton. There it is. Go ahead, Jim. No, I don't want to. EPA. (laughs) It is the EPA. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, good. Well, I think we really stunk up a storm. You know what? You completely missed two questions, which is not what we in the business call good. All right. Oh, yeah. However, wait, wait. Mr. Phillips simply owned some extra points yeah, yeah. at the start of this. And as a result, you have a very respectable 96 points. Oh. Very good. Excellent. Right, good cool. job. All right. All right. Quickly, uh, you know, I know you have to talk to Alice or uh, anybody else down that rabbit hole. Yeah. Maybe Rudy Valley's down there. What are you, what are you up to? Mm-hmm. Uh, I have trivia tomorrow night. It will be at a silly break. Okay. And then I'm going to be in New York City for a week. Mm. I'll get another massage. I, I, I don't think I'm getting a massage. <laughs> I will probably be getting some dirty looks. Regarding the massage, thank you for that. Um, but I will be in New York for a week. I'll be calling in from New York from an actual landline with an actually very good phone. Okay. And... Uh, and that will be next week, so there will not be a five-minute professor trivia on Saturday at Waco Taco, and there will not be five-minute professor at post time. But I have a substitute teacher what? on Tuesday night at post time lounge. Go and see Carl Darden from the Orlando Science Center. Oh, those are going to be Kevin. <laughs> yeah, I thought Kevin was going to fill in for you. He'd be good at it too. <laughs> All right, uh, Professor, have a fun time in New that, York City, okay? Thanks for telling us where you're not going to be. It's the 5-Minute Professor on Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> uh, that was a struggle for me. Yeah, it's uh, good job, everybody. Yeah, we're, hey, we're gonna, we did it. I'm just going to get two cans of Progresso and <laughs> give him one. And we'll take the other. We'll <laughs> run a line. Pull it tight. Yeah. Pull it real tight. Mm-mm. Lisa Phil will have a little more control over the quality uh, really? of the audio. I mean, a cup and a string, anything. Or take anything. He's falling into some time portal or something. <laughs> I think the more his phone the was black just... black hole. I think a little mouse runs his phone because I think it was just by the end of it, it's like, I can't go on. Give him some more corn. Give him like some more cracked corn.
<laughs> All right, time for PPT, uh, person, place, your thing. What's the prize, Mr. Pinkman? That would be a four-pack of tickets to the Kennedy Space Center. That is what? the only destination in the universe where you can touch moon rocks, stand nose-to-nose with the real space shuttle, Atlantis, meet a NASA astronaut, and glimpse the future of space exploration. You can explore more at kennedyspacecenter.com. All right, let's get on our way. Dorothy, you're first up. Dorothy, pick a person, a place, or a thing. A uh, thing. A thing. Thanks to Brad for the category. And what is this thing? This thing was first referenced in a book published at the beginning of the 20th century. Oh, boy. Say that again. This thing was yes. first referenced, referenced in a book published at the beginning of the 20th century. Wow. They first uh, we got to give Dorothy a little bit of help here, man. Yeah. That's a... Give her one of your clues. Those are always helpful. Oi, vey. I don't know if that's good, Dart. Uh, dot, or I don't know. Hold on. Uh, hold on. Let's see. Um, I don't know the answer, but I'll Goober. try. Goober. What? Goober. Goober? Goober. Yeah, this thing Goober. was first referenced. I believe Mo was about to say, I don't know the answer, but I'll give a clue. But I'll help you. No, I'll help you if I can. I don't Goober. think yeah, I can. That's a, that's a, that's a, yeah, that's a clue. Is it Goober, Goober or Goobers? Damn it, Goobers. Oh, Goobers, plural. Okay. Hmm. I was like thinking about the character Goober. I didn't answer, Dorothy. Mandy Griffith, but it's Goobers. And you know what Goobers are, right? (laughs) Goobers are what? Let's think about this, Dorothy. Goobers are chocolate-covered peanuts. Peanuts. Right. Yeah, Yeah, okay. Right? This thing was first referenced in a book published at the beginning of the 20th century. Peanut butter. (gasps) And peanut butter and... and and something. Oh, peanut butter and jelly. No, I don't. I don't know. That's your final answer. <laughs> yeah, baby. You got oh, it. First one. It's a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I'm gonna give it oh to you. Oh my god. Oh my god. That's the first time it was mentioned it was in a book for PB and J sandwich. I'll give you the other clues. Good yeah, job, wait, time Dorothy. Out. You wait, wait. You went. That first clue was what? Goober. It was first. No, that you added the clue goober. I did. And goober led her to peanut butter and jelly. Well, then yeah. Mo said goober or goobers. And then I yeah. said, all right, yeah. goobers. Then she's going, Okay, chocolate-covered right, peanuts. peanuts. She's going peanuts. And then we went from chocolate-covered uh. peanuts to peanut butter. And then she said, and? Your Jim added that. And then Clue number two was a staple in military rations during World War II. Mm-hmm. And returning GIs helped to popularize it. Clue number three, yeah. the largest one on record, was made in Texas. It weighed. Anybody want to take a oh, guess? Oh, here we go. Oh, the largest goober? No, the largest PB&J. peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I will go fifty pounds. Oh, way more. Okay. Anybody else? I will say three hundred and fifty pounds. Mr. Pinkman, one hundred twenty. One thousand three hundred forty-two ah! pounds. Oh, that was I'll close. I'll take it. Point. What? All right. Survey. Two thousand two was... survey showed the average American will have eaten. How many of these before the age of 18? Oh. The average oh. American will have eaten how many of these mm. before the age of 18? Jack, 1,000. Anybody? 2,000. This is almost, almost my lunch. Fritz? 700. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we'll take a shot. Yeah, uh, 3,600. 2,500. Oh. No, I was close. I was close, too. I was close there. Right, right. Points. I got points. Nope. In the ranking of sandwiches. Yes. It comes in at what number? Pick a number between 1 and 25. Jack, 1. Mm. Well, that's wrong. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <no>. four. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I'll say. For me, it's number 1. Oh. It's the favorite of Jack Bradshaw, of course. Yes, yeah, 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 indeed. Uh, the favorite of President George W. Bush. 
Oh, is but that in right? someone's survey of best sandwiches all all time, I don't believe it. It was the a, a ninth sandwich. No, it says twenty sixth, and Come I don't on. buy. The, I'm just reading what I got before me. All right. That's all I'm doing. I can't even think of twenty five other sandwiches. Well, I guess I can. Ham, Italian, egg sandwich, Gabagool. tuna fish sandwich, tuna, chicken yeah. sandwich, and then BLT. Hamburger. Club sandwich. Hamburger. Would that be a sandwich? Yeah, I guess. Kind of. It's meat between bread. Let's talk about bread. Salami sandwich. Club sandwich. Oh, yeah. Do you qualify different melts as separate sandwiches, like a tuna melt? It's a pastrami sandwich. Right. Corned beef sandwich. A Reuben. Yeah, Reuben, Rachel. Mm-hmm. I guess that's about 20. We got sandwiches for days, bro. Mm -hmm. Bon me. Yeah, I got peanut butter and marshmallow. I mean, you got a you know peanut butter and banana. Oh yeah. Got Fluff, that banana again. Fluffernutter. Did we say bologna? Fluffernutter. Yeah, we yeah. said bologna and salami. Gabagool. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Look at this. Egg sandwich. Everybody, I know you're driving right along. You're listening. Yeah, you're had, thinking. I, okay, I'm gonna uh, come they up didn't with a sandwich. My favorite I gotta sandwich. beat them. Uh huh. Um, I made so many lunches. You think I would come up with another sandwich for my kids all those years? And I can't think of one. Oh, cream cheese and jelly. That was always a hit in my house. What? Cream cheese and jelly. That was that a sandwich. That doesn't in my house. sound real. Gabagool. Hey, cream cheese and guava cream, jelly. Cream cheese and jelly was. Put is that a on a Ritz time. cracker. That's good stuff. Gabagool. You're going Cuban that way. <laughs> uh, yeah. Muy bien. Uh huh. Let's see. <laughs> I don't know. Gabagool. Oh, did anyone say grilled cheese? Yeah, yes. somebody did. We did. Nope. Gabagool. I just said it. BLT. <laughs> oh, that's it. a great sandwich. That's a good one. That's what? worth an applause. A club. Anybody just say plain old roast beef? I like a roast beef sandwich. Yeah, roast beef sandwich. Yeah, that's good roast beef. Yeah, yeah, roast turkey. Beef. Mm. Yeah, turkey. Then you get chicken salad. You got chicken, uh, chicken salad. I like chicken salad. I like chicken too. salad, too. Yeah. Better like than egg salad? I'm not a big fan of egg salad. That's my lunch It gives today. me gas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me too. I knew there was going to be something. There's nothing, I than, there's nothing worse than egg salad. I mean, well, For I'm sure there, there are. Oh. Bagman can tell you it gives me gas. Stop it. Yeah. Okay, listen. I live with, with it. All afternoon, I know. <laughs> mm-hmm. You don't. Jack, uh, you know, but you don't understand. Uh, yeah, well, I kind of do. <laughs> you got all the meats. I mean, you got olive loaf. You got Ew, bologna. You got yeah. salami. Hey, you got cheese. liverwurst. You got every th- oh, type of thing you can put there. We're out of here. Good show today. Thank you very much. Thursday edition of the Phillips Fog gets oh. underway at 3. That follows, of course. Shawnee's the news junkie with Sabrina and Celine. They follow the monsters in the morning. Tom and Dan are next. Tonight, eat dessert first. Grin like a dog. Wander aimlessly. Pound your conk as often as you can. Buy your books with cash. Bye-bye. Take care. Good night, Penny. Good night, Will. Remember, brush your teeth.